This podcast is brought to you by Acme Markets. Fresh foods, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. Today is Friday, May 20th. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning. In the news this morning, at least two schools in Montgomery County notified parents that masks are required starting Friday morning due to the latest COVID-19 data released by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Students at Sheltonham School District and Lower Marion School District will need to wear masks again starting on May 20th. The CDC moved Montgomery County into the high community level on its COVID-19 data tracker. Guidance from the CDC, as well as the Montgomery County Department of Public Health and Human Services, says when community level is high, masks should be worn indoors in public places. Uh, Stay up to date with your COVID-19 vaccines. Get tested if you have symptoms, and additional precautions may be needed for people at high risk for severe illness. Yeah, we got the phone call last night. My son is in uh, Lower Marion, and it was, uh, okay, I guess we'll do this for a few days and see how long this one lasts. Right. In a letter to the community Thursday night, Superintendent Dr. Brian Scriven of Sheltonham School District said, per the recommendation of the Montgomery County Office of Public Health, masks are required indoors and on public transportation. As such, the Sheltonham School District will return to requiring a mask in all of its buildings beginning Friday, May 20th. The Lower Marion School District is also requiring masks indoors and on buses. Please discuss this change with your students and send them to school with their mask. Thank you for your ongoing cooperation in helping to keep our community healthy. A message on on the district's Facebook page read. According to the latest CDC data, Bucks, Chester, and Delaware counties are also in the high community level, though no other districts are requiring masks at this time. Philadelphia remains at the medium community level, according to the CDC. Philadelphia officials say that they are not reinstating the mask mandate at this time, but they are recommending wearing masks indoors. Philadelphia police are investigating a shooting that injured a young child on Thursday night. It happened at 7.30 in the evening on the 2400 block of 5th Street in North Philadelphia. Police say the four-year-old boy Boy was shot in the arm. He was rushed to St. Christopher's Hospital for Children and placed in stable condition. Authorities say the shooting happened inside of a home and that multiple people are being questioned. The circumstances surrounding the shooting have not been released by police. Authorities say they recovered a gun in the house as well as marijuana and other drug paraphernalia. No arrests have been made. Anyone with information is asked to contact police. Now I read this next headline and I was like, okay, I have to do this story just for the headline. A New York High Court to determine if Bronx Zoo Elephant is a person. New York's highest court is now deciding whether an elephant at the Bronx Zoo can pack up her trunk and go. At a hearing in Albany, animal rights activists said Happy the Elephant should be considered a person and therefore be set free. The zoo argues that pachyderms like elephants, rhinos, and hippos are not people. The ruling could have implications for all kinds of zoo creatures. The question was whether a basic human right can be extended to an animal. She has to take mass transit, though, to get out of the city. Get on a subway. The advocates for the non-human rights project say, yes, Happy is an autonomous, cognitively complex elephant worthy of the right reserved in a law for per- for a person. <laughs> the law firms are just eating this up because imagine if you could go to work and defend a monkey. And, 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 well, Steve, yeah. they yeah. did. Yeah, they did. I remember that. <laughs> the Bronx Zoo, where Happy resides, says no. Through an attorney, the zoo argues Happy is neither illegally imprisoned nor a person, but a well-cared-for elephant respected as the magnificent creature she is. Oh, you're out of order. <laughs> <laughs> the non-human right project wants to move her from what they're calling a one-acre prison at the zoo to a more spacious, spacious sanctuary. Lower courts have ruled against the NRP, and the group has failed to prevail in similar cases, including those involving a chimpanzee in upstate New York named Tommy. So with a sign that said, we're here, we're gray, get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm.
the court's decision. I want that is... stricken from the record. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> You're out of order. The court's decision is expected in the coming months. All right, in sports this morning. The Phillies lost to the San Diego Padres yesterday afternoon at the ballpark. What the f*** is it? You Darvish pitched seven shutout innings to lead the Padres to a 2-0 win. The f*** is that? The Padres took two of three from the Phillies, and both their wins were shutouts. The Los Angeles Dodgers come to town for a weekend series, and Ranger Suarez will get the start in tonight's game. The first pitch is scheduled for 7.05. In the NBA's Eastern Conference Finals, the Celtics beat the Heat last night in Miami. Jason Tatum scored 27 points. Marcus Smart and Jalen Brown each added 24, and the Celtics won 127 to 102 in Game 2 to tie the series at one game apiece. The series continues with Game 3 in Boston tomorrow night. Tip-off is at 8.30. The Western Conference Finals continue tonight in California, and the Warriors lead the series over the Dallas Mavericks. one nothing. Tip-off is at 9 o'clock. In the NHL playoffs, the Tampa Bay Lightning scored with only four seconds remaining to break a tie and beat the Panthers 2-1 last night in South Florida. The Lightning lead the series two games to none, and Game 3 is on Sunday afternoon in Tampa. In the Western Conference, the St. Louis Blues beat the Avalanche 4-1 in Game 2 in Denver. That series is now tied at 1, and Game 3 is tomorrow night in St. Louis. And finally, Danny Green, who tore his ACL and LCL in his left knee during the Sixers game six loss to the Miami Heat hopes to be playing again by February 2023. Those types of injuries typically have long recovery times, but Green said that he refuses to sit out for the whole season and hopes to be back by the All-Star break. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. We got a lot of stuff to get to on this Friday morning. It's an exciting day. Number one, MMRBQ is tomorrow. Yes, it's going to be hot and sweaty, but we're going to be rubbing up against each other and having oh a good God, time hey. out Yeah, sun. man. Oh, yeah. Don't touch me. Uh, so this is uh, tomorrow, obviously, so we're getting ourselves prepared for that. We do have a couple of guests joining us on the program today. We will have in our studio Piff the Magic Dragon. Uh, he's performing at the Keswick Theater uh, tonight. Uh, he's very funny. He's got a very dry sense of humor. Yeah, he's he dressed as a dragon. actually wears a dragon costume. Yeah. He's a... Um, An ill-fitting costume. A magician slash comedian. Yes. And uh, he's a great guy, so he's stopping by around 9 o'clock. And then after that... Performing at Punchline tonight and tomorrow, Paulie Shore is going to be Paulie in the freaking today. Shore. I haven't seen yeah. Paulie in years. So yes, it'll be cool to have him by here. Uh, we also have a meet and eat today. Uh, Tina's Tacos in Fishtown and Burlington is stopping by today to promote the Bob's Burger movie. And they're bringing by all kinds of yummy stuff. So really? I'm excited about that. And that means we'll have gift cards uh, and movie four packs. To Excellent. I want to see well. that movie. Yep. So uh, we'll have a chance to do that. Now, on top of all of that, we have a cool teacher to announce. <gasps> yes, yesterday, chosen randomly. Sterling High School in Somerdale, New Jersey. And we asked you to vote. You certainly did. And we have a winner of the coolest teacher. And I'm ready to announce that name right now. We are proud to give the award to, from Sterling High School, Tad Kozenievsky. Tad Kozenievsky. And I hope I got that name right. I'm sure I messed it up, yes. but it's Kozenievsky, uh, which is spelled K-O-Z-E-N-I-E-W-S-K-I. I did my best. All right, you got it. Hopefully, we will hear. Go ahead. I would say Kozenievsky. 
Bozeni Uski? Yeah. Okay, I just thought it was Ebski with the maybe, W maybe. in there. Um, but dude, who knows? I don't know. We'll find we'll, out. We'll find we don't out. know. From Mr. K. Maybe that's what they call him. And you know what he teaches? Television. Whoa. Wow. Uh, so I, uh, that's really cool. It's like uh, Mr. Curtis over at, yes. used to be over at Souderton. He was, uh, you know, taught uh, TV and radio. Uh, but he is the stations m- stations manager of the school's Emmy-winning news channel, Whoa. TV19. Oh. They have won an Emmy. Whoa. That's amazing. Uh, so he's a Temple grad. He's a local guy. And we congratulate you, Tad, on your victory. And we will give you the coolest teacher of the year coffee mug if you know uh, Tad, tell him to give us a call this morning. We'd love to, to meet him real quick. That was our coolest teacher, at least when I went to school. Was Your our TV, TV teacher? Our TV teacher. Yep, definitely. Yeah. It, just because it, I think maybe it was the nature of the class, and, yeah. the, and he was very laid back, and you kind of went and worked. He didn't really. I mean, he gave you a project, but like you did it at your own pace. You did what you wanted to do, so it was kind of uh, you know it was a relaxed, fun. Attitude. We didn't have TV in my. We yeah, had we films to projectors. That was about as, as high tech as we got. Yeah, I, we did have an intro to TV and radio class, but it was there was nothing practical about well, it. It was just learning out of a book, you know, how the, the media industry works. And It had been invented when I was in high school. <laughs> I would love yeah. to have uh, had yes. something like that. I would have been God. all over it. So, alright, congratulations, Tab. Maybe we'll hear from you. That means we need to get another school and you get the weekend to vote. So it's a bit of a bonus. And we have Nick McElwain who is going to dive in, pick a school and tell us who needs to do the voting. Nick, go for it. Alrighty. Digging in deep. <laughs> School for Friday and the weekend is. Oh. Oh, if he's oh. looking over here. Pensbury oh. High School in oh. Fairless Hills, PA. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Kathy's alma mater. Well, it won't be my TV teacher, Al Wilson, uh, retired years ago. So, uh, But I'm interested to see who this will be. That's cool. All right, Pensbury, uh, let's hear from you. And all you need to do is text word TEACHER to 39333. We will send the voting link to you. So text word TEACHER to 39333. And Pensbury, you get the weekend to vote and let us know who the coolest teacher of the past year has been for whatever reason. What do you pick the criteria for whatever, whatever reason that means, and we just leave it in your hands. So, awesome. All right, with that, let's take a break. Come back in a second. I have a lot of stories to go through for the Entertainment Report, as well as a stupid question. We're going to come back in a moment. Stay with us on this Friday morning. Like the Preston and Steve Show podcast? Well, check out MMR's other audio on demand at WMMR.com or on MMR's mobile app. Want to see something funny? Uh, or maybe really messed up? Well, watch The Daily Rush at PrestonandSteve.com. It's a sight to behold. Or something like that. From 93.3 WMMR. Now, back with more of The Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, super question time. We're going to give away a pair of tickets to see our guest who's coming by the studio this morning, Mr. Paulie Shore. And the show we will give tickets to is 9.45 tomorrow night. Question that I have for you. What very famous songwriter co-wrote the song, We Built This City on Rock and Roll? Huh. 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you know the answer to this. I found this quite interesting. What very famous songwriter co-wrote the song, We Built This City on Rock and Roll? Yeah. 215-263-WMMR. Huh. All right, well, let me go through some birthdays. Yes. Today is Friday, what? No, no, I'm trying oh, to think. You, oh. you, you, you twisted my melon, oh, man. Because I thought, because I thought I knew that answer. Now my, the, the the world is open to me. Friday, May twentieth. 
It's Cher's birthday today. Hey. Uh, Cher. Do you believe in love? Love. Uh, celebra- oh. Celebrates her 76th birthday wow. today. Uh, she was born Sherilyn LaPierre. Uh, Circassian, I guess is how you say her last name, or Circassian. Preston, we were gypsies, tramps, and thieves. Yep. Uh, and you know what was interesting? I never once until, like, I saw a documentary about her uh, that I just realized that Cher was just a, a nickname for Sherilyn. Yes. Like, her right. name was Sherilyn. Like, yep, you would yeah. call, you know, somebody who has a, a length of your name, you would call me Press. Yes. Instead of Preston. And I was, I always thought that Cher was a an intended name, but no. Sherilyn, and her name is Cher. When Sonny and Cher were a hit machine, Sonny Bono wrote a ton of great songs, and I love Cher's contribution to the Wrecking Crew documentary, yeah. because she talks about how those uh, studio musicians helped shape the sound of Sonny and Cher. Yep. Uh, she oh, this is my jam. Celebrating her 76th birthday today. Uh, we also have uh, Mindy Cohen, who played Natalie on The Facts of Life. She was one of the guests when they redid the... um, She showed up. She showed up, right? Lisa Welcher and uh, Tootie were there as well. Right, one of those Jimmy Kimmel produced... um, (laughs) Kim Fields. Well, yeah. Yeah. Tootie. (laughs) Tootie. Why even use your real name at this point? (laughs) You're better known as Tootie. Uh, I don't think uh, Nancy McKeon made an appearance. Nancy McKeon? Yes, right. It was Joe. Uh, and Mindy was, uh, for oh. years, she was the voice of uh, Velma. Yeah, and a good uh, one. A really good yeah. one, I thought. Uh, I think she kind of speaks that way normally. Scooby-Doo, yeah. yeah. So she is uh, 56 years old today. It's also Bronson Pinchot's birthday today. Oh. Yes, of course. Falky from uh, Perfect Strangers. Yes, cousin Larry Ableton. <laughs> I really enjoyed that show. Yeah. Yeah. They had a good chemistry together. They were good at physical comedy. Uh, and I, though I shouldn't have liked it, I really did. I didn't watch it enough, but yeah. I remember being entertained by it. Yeah. And and he's funny. The first thing I remember him in was Risky Business. Yes. With Tom Cruise. He played right. Tom's really good friend. Uh, uh, in the movie, and then of course uh, Beverly Hills Cop. He was a standout uh, player. As Serge was that his name? Yes, yes. Yeah. yeah, Serge, 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 uh, and uh, Achmel. <laughs> uh, he is uh, sixty-three years old today. Bronson Pinchot, uh, Timothy Oliphant. I love that guy. Great actor. Uh, he's been in so many good things. Uh, Deadwood. Man, yeah. when that show hit, it was we were like, "Wow, God, what when, is this?" And when they took it off, I'm like, "What are you doing?" No, and they took it off for no good reason. They replaced it with a show that that sucked. Oh. I thought John from Cincinnati. I was hoping John from Cincinnati was going to be good, and it wasn't. It was not. And he's also in Justified, another great show. And he's uh, in uh, Mandalorian and Boba Fett now too. Yes, he's really good. He's like a, a sheriff. It's like which are westerns, kind of yeah. like that way, you know? Yeah. yeah. Did a turn in uh, Sex and the Cities in a movie that I love called uh, This Is Where I Leave You. Yes. Uh, he is 54 years old today. And then the last birthday, Jack Gleason played that little bastard Joffrey Baratheon in Game of Thrones. <laughs> Pot, almost, I, I think there was one other character that was more evil than him. But for the most part, he was the biggest dick on in that In the show. entire series, he was the absolute for for the longest Correct. time, yes, he was. And then, right. there, then somebody else came along and was even worse than him. But uh. he he was just horrible. Uh, but and and the word is he's like a super nice guy. Yeah, really, yeah. Yeah. he looks yeah. like a turd. Yeah, yeah he does. Does image. he look like yeah. a turd? Yeah. yeah. But uh, but the word is is that in in person he's supposed to be really super nice. So uh, happy birthday 
Jack Gleason, 30 years old. You little you turd. You little turd. <laughs> Happy birthday. All right, let's see if we can get an answer to the stupid question. Uh, what very famous songwriter co-wrote We Built This City on rock and roll? And we are going to go to Derek and see if we can get the answer. Hey, Derek, good morning. Hi, Derek. Good morning. Good morning. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. Say that again, Derek. Bernie Taupin. Bernie Taupin, yes. We'll just put you on hold there, Derek. Hang on one second. We're going to get your information, and we are going to give you a pair of tickets to see Pauly Shore tomorrow night, 945, Punchline Philly. Tickets are on sale now, punchlinephilly.com, for each of Pauly's shows this weekend. My melon is twisted. Yeah, because this is... On many lists, considered one of the worst songs ever yeah. written. And Bernie Taupin, by far, one of the greatest lyricists to ever pen music. I was certain this was an in-house Starship song. Yeah, and Bernie him. Taupin, I never would have guessed. Him and another guy named uh, Martin Page yeah. co-wrote this song together. And a few other songs on that album, from what I understand. So, yeah, I was blown away by yeah. that, too. His, his birthday, Bernie Taupin's. Is on uh, Sunday, and I just saw that little blurb. I'm like, oh, I got to make that a stupid well, he, question. He completely eradicated his history. Then, all right, we got it. No, he's, he's okay. <laughs> all right, so we have a, a lot of things to get to. We're going to start with uh, the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial. Ellen Barkin spoke on behalf of Amber Heard via a videotape uh, video deposition mm. on Thursday. We have a couple of clips yes, play right, from yeah. this case. If you could set that up, yep. uh, the star told the court that her ex boyfriend. And fear of loathing, uh, f- and and fear and loathing in Las Vegas co-star was a jealous man and controlling. And we're going to play a couple of clips here. Let's go. There's one about his alcoholism and one about his jealousy. Yeah, I don't know which one this is. Let's play. Here we go. Did you become aware that he uh, um, drank to excess? I was always aware. Okay, and, and can you explain how you were aware of that? He was drunk all the time, most a lot of the time. Hmm. And what had he drunk to become drunk? He was a red wine drinker. He's definitely a wine guy. So I didn't know they were an item. And, and, and they, if they met on Fear and Loathing when he's playing Hunter S. Thompson, yeah. now that could just be research for them. <laughs> yes, I'm sure he dove he took it deep into that stuff. Heart. I bet he did acid, yeah. smoked a lot of weed, drank all the time right. just to get in that mindset. Uh, here's another clip of him uh, about his jealousy. He's just a jealous man, controlling. Where are you going? Who are you going with? What, what did you do last night? I had a scratch on my back once that got him very, very angry because he insisted it came from me having sex with a person who wasn't him. Uh, when, in these instances, when Mr. Depp became jealous or controlling, did he also become angry? Yeah. And demanding. What? You know? Huh? You know, it's funny. Here's a guy who's long been considered, and especially earlier on, one of the best looking guys yeah. around. Mm-hmm. And to talk about a fragile ego, man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I just found out, um, God, last week that uh, a friend of mine from college dated Ellen Barkin for a hot what? minute. Yeah. No kidding. And you got to figure, I uh, I think I'm a couple of years older than this guy. Yeah. He's a, he was a model in uh, New York. And I guess. Well, so were you. That, yeah, I was. Yeah. <laughs> But I was spoken for, Steve. Oh, yeah, um, but, uh, yeah, so this guy had, uh, I, and I got to find out more about this story. But uh, she was something in her heyday. Oh, yeah. yeah. But she has gone off the proverbial rails. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I didn't know Johnny Depp was part of her history. Uh, and apparently he had thrown a wine bottle across a hotel room in Vegas while they were shooting Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. She said it was tossed towards her and others during a fight, but it didn't hit anyone. Depp previously claimed that was uh, that that claim was untrue. Another finger. 
Adding that uh, barking help <laughs> and crunch gets him out of finger. Uh, oh, this is sad, man. Bruce Willis's wife is yeah. struggling to take care of her family in the wake of his uh, aphasia diagnosis. In a recent interview with The Bump, Emma Hemming Willis shared, I put my family's needs above my own, which I found does not make me any kind of a hero. That amount of care for everyone else uh, within my household had taken a toll on my mental health and overall health, and it served no one in my family. Uh, she explained that she's had to prioritize some baseline needs like exercise and added, someone told me not long ago that when you overcare for someone, you end up undercaring for yourself. It's true. Yeah. And that stopped me in my tracks and really resonated with me. I, so. I advise there are people in and out of my life who um, I have seen go through that process where they just... Everything becomes about the person they're taking care of. Yeah. And if you don't watch it, you can kill yourself. You can run yourself down so much. And my advice is always this. You're doing nobody any good if you don't take time for yourself. Yep. you yep. got to watch that. I So there must have been some a bit of a lag time because when we became aware of his situation, I guess it was much further along than we were aware, mm-hmm. right? Because it seems like we learned about this, that he's been dealing with this, and then what she's describing is a situation in which he seems to be much further along than I thought he was at. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you know what? I think that uh, we've pretty much seen the last of Bruce I think Willis. so. Mm. It's sad. Like, oh, horrible. Sad. You know, in the public, anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and it's just terrible. It's terrible. All right, this is messed up. Rebel Wilson recently revealed to people that a co-star sexually harassed her prior to the Me Too movement. She told the outlet that several years ago, an unnamed male co-star called her into a room, pulled down his pants, and asked her to perform a lewd act as his friends looked on. Name him! Uh, She said it was awful and disgusting, and all the behavior afterwards, this was all before Me Too, where they kind of tried to destroy me and my career. If it happened... Uh, after Me Too, then I could have blast just blasted them. Uh, as a lawyer, by the way, she has a law degree from the University of I New South Wales. Uh, she documented the whole exchange and made sure that her rep knew about it as well. Ow. So maybe she's gone to this person and said something. I don't right. know. Not 100% sure. Uh, wow, this is, uh, this is uh, sad news because he passed. But uh, Vangelis, the Greek prog rocker and Oscar-winning composer for films like Chariots of Fire and Blade Runner has died at the age of 79. Uh, the influential artist died late Tuesday night. Uh, Vangelis uh, died at a hospital in France where he was being treated. This is him? Yeah. COVID-19. Yep. He wrote this. What I didn't know about him was that he was in this band that uh, the radio station I grew up listening to played all the time, this group called Aphrodite's Child. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know that was him. No, neither did I. I had uh, no they, idea. This, they had the song called The Four Horsemen, uh, which is a really trippy, you know, song about the revelations in the Bible. And I had no idea that it was the same guy. Prior to this, I just knew him for the Perfect Strangers theme. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> he was multi-talented. Listen, clearly. you can hear it. You can yeah. hear it, yeah. Uh, Steve, is this him as well? That's uh, him. Yeah. No, no, this, this one right here. Yes. Yeah. That's yeah, because that's from Blade Runner, yeah. right? Uh, so, born in uh, Agria and raised in Athens, he learned about uh, piano at a young age, and though despite being enrolled in an Athens music school, he never formally learned how to read or write music. Uh, he said, orchestration, composition, they teach you these things in music schools, but there are some things that you can never teach. He said in a 1982 interview, he said, you can't teach creation. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so uh, one of his greatest triumphs would be 
the score for Chariots of Fire. That launched him. Well. And it was a number one hit it on was. the radio. I, I, I bought the soundtrack to Chariots yeah. of Fire wow. based on that. And I remember, because also the, the, the moment in the films where you'd see it used... You know that that's the, all the guys running on the on the beach in slow motion, right. preparing for competition. It was it was great. Yeah, Chariots of Fire topped the Billboard 200 for four weeks. It's yeah. a beautiful song. That's yeah, crazy. It is. Yeah. yeah, but the idea you don't hear that doesn't no. happen much anymore. It used to. Yeah, you used to get full. I mean, I remember one thing. Like, yes, remember the the uh, um, the uh, Entertainer was the name. The of that Entertainer. Song. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what were some of the other ones you had? Well, the the Star Wars theme I think hit number one. Um, uh, and, uh, and from TV shows, I want to say it wasn't. Uh, wasn't uh oh man there were there were a couple like like the Hill Street Blues theme was a hit. Class, remember the song Classical Gas? Yeah, yeah that that was a that was a hit. Uh, yeah. Love is Blue. Wow. Yeah. Uh, so Vangelis uh, dead at the age of seventy nine. <laughs> All right, we can stop this. Thank you. Uh, uh, Brian Austin Green. I did not know this, but he has ulcerative colitis, and yeah. he lost about twenty pounds Ooh. recently. He appeared with his pregnant girlfriend uh, Sharna Burgess. On Good Morning America Thursday, where he discussed his battle with an intense flare-up last month. He said, I've dealt with ulcerative colitis uh, a few times. It's a real rough experience. Uh, And Sharna had never experienced it at all. Uh, The Dancing with the Stars pro added that she didn't realize how debilitating it was until she saw the weight drop off of him. Speaking of that, when's your event? The Crohn's and Colitis uh, Foundation Take Steps Walk is coming up on June 12th. And so my daughter has Crohn's disease, and uh, it's th- these things are incredibly painful and debilitating, so these people need our help. And if you would like to walk with my team, it's going to be at the link. Sunday, June 12th, the name of my team is the Sharpbreakers. <laughs> and we have a Sharpbreakers T-shirt that you can get. Thank you to Greg Monahan for designing it. Casey helped me come up with the name. Uh, but, yes, you get a, a, a team T-shirt, and uh, we would love for you to sign up and be a part of my team. Uh, it's going to be, like I said, at the link, and you can meet the Eagles mascot swoop and the Eagles cheerleaders, and there's going to be food trucks and live music and photo stations. You get to walk on the field, the whole deal, and they are giving me the Media Honored Hero Award this year. So uh, it's going to be a fun event, and I'm looking forward to you uh, uh, being a part of the team. Uh, and you can get details at WMMR.com, but sign up today. Please come and join me at the link for that on uh, Saturday, June, to Sunday, June 12th. All right, what else do we have here for? Oh, fans are praising Kim Kardashian for appearing on the Kardashians' most recent episode, Makeup Free. No. Oh, my God. Oh my it was she, so courageous. She yes. is strong. Oh Brave. She is a strong woman. In one scene, the Skims founder worked out with her sister, Chloe and Tristan. Oh, uh, my God, and they Thompson. didn't wear makeup they, to work they didn't out? wear makeup with or... a bare face. Oh. With a bare face. Oh, my God. Yeah. And you guys well, Chloe, always has, Chloe now always has a bare face. You're right. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe you guys give them a hard time. I mean, look when at they are saying. as courageous as they are, basically akin to firefighters. They're so brave. Yep. Uh, Kim. One person on Twitter wrote, "Kim is beautiful. Her face without makeup is top tier. It's top tier. The Kardashians would love that face. Would love to see her skincare routine. So, I would. Yeah." Uh, so, what she yeah. does and the the courage she displays. She's a lawyer, you know. It's amazing. It, it truly is. It's just, I'm getting a little teared up. <laughs> I mean, when you see her doing squat thrusts or burpees uh, without makeup on it, it just redefines everything. It does. Her, her surgically altered face. Yes. yes. 
top tier. That yeah. looks literally nothing it's, like any of her family photos. It's I, so natural, guys. Top tier. I wonder how many times her phone doesn't open when she holds it up. <laughs> she has to redo yeah, it yeah, each yeah. year. <laughs> it just uh, doesn't recognize her. Steve, I think you're going to like this story. Um, uh, a guy by the name of Jonathan, Jonathan Searle mm-hmm. uh, was in the movie Jaws, and he has been named the new police chief of the town where the classic film was was recorded. Oh, on Long Island? Uh, Searle, who played one of the two, and you'll remember this kid, one of the two pranksters who caused a panic on the beach after yes. swimming in the ocean with a cardboard fin, yep, yep. will take the top cop job in Oak Bluff, Massachusetts. Oh, okay, so uh, is he the one who says, he told me to do it? I, I don't know yeah. which one right, of the yeah, two yeah, he yeah. is, yeah, but yeah. yeah, he's one of those. Uh, and he said the 56-year-old told the Pulse Thursday that he's uh, finding the whole thing quite funny. That but, is yes. great. That's yep. awesome. I love it. Um, so, Adam Sandler addressed recent alumni at New York University's Tisch School of the Arts graduation ceremony. We have some clips to play. Yep. Uh, he pointed out Martin Scorsese, who was there at one point and had a pretty funny thing to say. Uh, can you move that up one clip, Casey? Uh, yes. Yep, here we go. Moms and dads, if you ever want to make love alone in your house again, <laughs> I offer two pieces of advice. Number one. Somehow slip your kid's headshot to Mr. Martin Scorsese before the event ends. And he's there in the audience. Yeah, yeah. He points out. Okay, I promise. Like, he's going to love it. He's that. probably going to take the back exit out of here, so make sure you get, you get there before he does. And do not take no for an answer. That's how Leo's mom did it. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, and he also uh, was very honest about the type of career that these kids want to get into. Here we go. Parents, listen to me. You guys really messed up. You might be supporting these kids for a very long time. They are not leaving the nest anytime soon. This is a tough business they chose, but there's still time to talk them out of it. I'm trying to talk my kids out of showbiz, and they know Adam Sandler. God, that's fantastic. That's great, yeah. Excellent. By the way, the trailer for the new movie is in Hustle, filmed yeah. here in Philadelphia. Looks great. It yeah. looks so I can't good. wait. I can't it's, wait. It's exciting uh, that it's all about the Sixers in yeah. Philadelphia, and it's gonna it's gonna be really. It's cool. like every shot in the trailer is, is a shot of Philadelphia. It's a Mad yep. Yunk and all, the, and you know, down at the Wells Fargo Center, just South Philly, so cool, yeah. yeah, yeah, and uh, the Italian Market, all that stuff. The yeah. um, premiere is gonna be here in Philly. Too. Oh, cool. Yeah, love it. Uh, by the way, Taylor Swift also. Was addressing. Uh, she got an honorary, uh, honorary doctorate degree from NYU on Wednesday, and she spoke to the students, saying, "As long as we are fortunate enough to be breathing, we will breathe in, breathe through, breathe deep, breathe out." And she wrote, what? and she said, "And I'm a doctor now, so I know how breathing works." <laughs> There's a cute line from her. Uh, love this story. Uh, the New York City black man whose story made national headlines in May 2020 when a white woman wrongly called police on him while he was out bird watching in oh, Central yeah. Park. You remember this? Yes, I remember the story. And he had asked her to put her dog on a leash. Well, he's got a TV gig now. Oh. Yeah. National Geographic announced that Christian Cooper, who is a lifelong bird watcher, uh, or a birder, I should say, will host a new series for the th- a theme called uh, for them called Extraordinary Birder. And National Geographic Kathy's says, setting her DVR right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> Stupid birds. Uh, National Geographic says the 59-year-old, quote, takes us into the wild, wonderful, and unpredictable world of birds in the show. 
Uh, Cooper told the New York Times that he was all in when approached with the idea, saying, I love spreading the gospel of birding. You know, there was, I think the birding thing is getting more popular. On Jeopardy the other night, they had a... It is. Uh, oh, no, it was a Wheel of Fortune. Yeah. They had, like, one or two people who were bird watchers. Yeah. And well, it was this big thing now. Pandemic kind of brought it out yes. of people. And you're right, Steve. They're starting, like, a young generation is starting to take it up. It's like the bee thing. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. my wife is now keeping too. bees. That took off during the pandemic. Yep. Yesterday on Twitter, Michael McKeon had a funny post. He was a picture of a bird. He goes, hey, you know, birders out there, can you please help me f- figure out, uh, you know... What the name of this bird is, uh, and he goes, and I'm talking about the species, not his name. We all know his name is Gerard. <laughs> That's pretty that, good. That was it. Thank you. I didn't get it. I'm sorry. Uh, you weren't listening. He you wanted, were looking at something else. He wanted the, to identify the bird. He says we all we the species. We all know this bird's name is Gerard. Oh, okay, yeah. the joke was yeah, yeah, yeah. is that everybody knows the right, bird's yeah. name. All right, so anyhow, Amy Cooper, who called the police on Christian Cooper and falsely accused him of threatening her, had uh, having told him, I'm going to tell them there's an African-American man threatening my life and then doing so was charged with a third-degree misdemeanor for making a false report. And he's got a gig with National Geographic there you go. Now, so good for him. Uh, let's see, Margot Robbie is reteaming with her bombshell director, Jay Roach, for a new Ocean's Eleven movie. Huh. Her publicist told People the Project is an original Ocean's film set in the 60s. And Robbie is slated to star in the project and produce alongside Roach, uh, her husband Tom Ackerley, and Michelle Graham. So that could potentially be good if they're going to take a different time period, uh, you know. Yeah, the, the well's been gone, too, quite a lot. Yep, but yep. if they put a whole different spin on it, maybe. All right, and then one more story. Make the uh, bird watchers, Preston. Uh, the original cast of Jersey Shore is speaking out against MTV's forthcoming reboot, Jersey Shore 2.0. Okay. Uh, Mike Situation Sorrentino, uh, Snooky, JWoww, Pauly D, and Angelina, whatever her last name is, Bavarnik, um, tweeted a collective statement that read, as a cast, as a cast, we took uh, took a chance with a network in need. We put our most vulnerable moments on television for the world to see. Uh We gave our all over the past 13 years, became a family, and continued to open our lives for the world. They're heroes. So please understand that we are not in support of a version that will exploit our original show, (laughs) our hard work, and authenticity to gain viewers. The entire predicate of the first show was to exploit oh those God. people. Yes. This is completely laughable. <laughs> it is. The, 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 the integrity of the first show, which was bereft <sighs> of integrity. <laughs> totally. Come on! I know, I know, I know. But they've grown up, Steve. You're selling yeah. the good name of Jersey Shore OG. Alright, uh, we have new movies oh. opening. It is a Friday, so let us explore those. All right, we're going to begin with Chippendale Rescue Rangers. It's a kid's comedy. It's an adventure, and it stars John Mulaney, Andy Samberg, and Corey Burton. Chippendale are living amongst cartoons and humans in modern-day Los Angeles, but their lives are quite different now. Uh, It has been decades since their successful television series was canceled, and Chip has succumbed to a life of suburban (laughs) domesticity. As an insurance salesman. I really want to see this movie. It's actually Uh, taking it at a different spin. It looks funny. Yeah. Dale, meanwhile, has had uh, CGI surgery (laughs) 
and works the nostalgia convention circuit. <laughs> When a former castmate mysteriously disappears, uh, Chip and Dale must repair their broken friendship and take on their rescue rangers detective personas once again to save their friend's life. Hour and a half long, rated PG, streams today, Rotten Tomatoes, and 81%. That's a really good score. Uh, also opening is Downton Abbey, A New Era, uh, star- Era, starring Hugh Bonneville, uh, Laura Carmichael, and Jim Carter. This much-anticipated cinematic return of the global phenomenon reunites the beloved cast as they go on a grand journey to the south of France to uncover the mystery of the Dowager Countess. Is that how you say it? Dowager, Dowager Countess. Yeah. New inherited villa. Uh, two hours and five minutes long. Wide theater release today. It's rated PG. Rotten Tomatoes gives it an 83%. And then finally, Emergency opens. It's a drama. stars R.J. Kyler. Uh, Donnelly Elise Watkins, or is it Donnell? I'm, I'm not sure. Sabrina Carpenter as well. Uh, Cunnell, is that how you say this name? K-U-N-L-E. I guess. Cunnell and his best friend Sean are both seniors in college about to embark on an epic night of spring break parties. Sean has the whole night planned out, including every party they will hit on their legendary tour. And Cunnell is down, yet most concerned with finishing up his mold experiment in his lab as his acceptance to Princeton is hanging on the results. Yeah, it's kind of a comedy drama or a dramedy or a a comma. It is now 45 (laughs) minutes long, rated R in theaters today, streaming May 27. Rotten Tomatoes, 94%. So a solid, solid score for that movie. All right, we're ready to roll the clips. Trapo is a new murder mystery based on Candace Fox's novel Crimson Lake. In this clip, the author explains the transition of the story from the book to the television screen. It's imagined way more vividly than I could ever have imagined it. And it was so great to see. Uh, and I think that the passion involved from all of the people who, you know, from the writers to the producers to the actors to the directors um, really showed. <laughs> Trapo can now be streamed on Amazon Free V. Is Free V a? Uh, I have no idea. I don't know what that is. Okay. Free, uh, yeah, Free V. All right, which I guess is I know short for free, free television. I guess so. All right, next clip. The series Chippendale Rescue Rangers has made the movie have made the move from after school TV to silver screen, and in this clip, Kiki Lane explains her passion for these best friends. Seeing them question themselves a bit, like, "Ah, we're too small to do this, like, let the real detectives handle it, and them saying, like, actually, no, wait, it's our friend, we can do this, and let's make it happen. And so I think that's something that's really beautiful that they kept, you know, from the original series and then kind of expanded upon in a really beautiful way. Shut the up, huh? Uh, Chippendale Rescue Rangers is streaming now on Disney Plus if you'd like to see that. And there you go. That is what I have for you in the entertainment report this morning. All right, a few things to make you aware of. Uh, number one, we have a new high school that was chosen, and we have our oh, ah, cool teachers on the line. Are you I did not know that. Yesterday, uh, we had chosen uh, Sterling High School in Somerdale, New Jersey, and we got word back that they have identified and voted for a coolest teacher. We've got him on the line, uh, and I'm going to try his name. We are going to welcome to the program Mr. Tad Kozinieski this morning. Good morning, Tad. Hey, bitches. Hey, what? All right. All right. So, Kozinieski, is that how you say your last name? 
That is correct. Bro. Nailed it. Excellent. Nailed it. All right. All right. So I just got an email from Tad. Uh, Tad, apparently you were in studio about 10 years ago? Yeah, we uh, we had a trip, a class trip. We came down. We got to sit on the show with you guys, sit around, watch you in action. And I sent you a picture of us in the studio. With oh, we're looking at it right now. That's Fantastic. pretty awesome. Excellent, Tad. How long have you been at uh, Sterling? Been there 18 years as the TV production teacher. Wow. wow. 18 years. And we read... Uh, tell me if this is true. Uh, the the TV station there has won an Emmy before. Yes, we've won a couple Emmys. In fact, we won one yesterday. They have high school Emmy awards for the Mid Atlantic region, oh, and congratulations. we won one for the best best live broadcast of a sporting event. No kidding. Okay, that's cool. How many students uh, do you have, or that that uh, you know are interested in getting into uh, media and television and all that? We get about. Uh, maybe 30 to 40 kids every year that take our classes. We also have an in-house radio station run by Ralph Strauss, and he went on the trip with me, too. And we have some kids who attempt to get into your business and some <sighs> kids who attempt to get into the TV business. That's phenomenal. I, I love know, that you have this stuff. I, I would have I would have been all over that in high school. It would have been such a cool thing to do for me, you know, where my interests were. What did they teach us? English, yeah, math. <laughs> well, we have English too. We oh, okay. Too. Oh, you guys do have that. Okay, yeah, that's yeah. good. No, this is to have this kind of access to this thing was something we could only have dreamed of years ago. Yeah, the kids part of their classes. They'll go in in the radio studio and they'll do their own live thing. They'll that's great. Talk a little bit like you're doing. Pick the music they want to play. They get a little freedom to learn. Tad, some mistakes and have some fun. Do you have any alumni that get back in touch with you and say, "I did it. I got into the business." Uh, I have a couple kids that are in the TV business. They work behind the scenes, a couple in New York, a couple in Los Angeles. Uh, and when they heard about this, they were the ones as well that put in some votes. And, uh, <laughs> oh, good. Yeah, just, you know, entry-level stuff. That's excellent. It's excellent. excellent. That's wonderful. And uh, what, what do you think it is about uh, about your style that, that appeals to, uh, you know, students because they voted for you? Uh, just, you know, I want them to have some fun, enjoy what they're doing. Again, learn from their mistakes. And just have a smile. We're there. To, we're the PR for our school. We're the, we're involved with everything that's going on. Uh, we make little commercials, having some fun. It's just great that the administration supports what we do and lets us have fun, lets us do our thing. Man, if you can make education fun, you have won. That's it. Yeah, that's absolutely it. hit it. Congratulations to you, Ted. Excellent. Thank well, you. listen. On behalf of the students, we have the coolest teacher of the year coffee mug for you, sir. Thank you very much, guys. It is our pleasure. Congratulations yeah. on doing a great job, Ted. Have a great summer and uh, enjoy the rest of the weekend and everything. So there you go. Tad is our coolest teacher from Sterling High School. Who's it going to be from Pensbury High School? In, uh, oh, why did you write that? Where? <laughs> what, is, what does it say? I can't say it on the air. Uh, Sville, USA. <laughs> also known as Bucks County. It's actually in Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania. Fairless Hills, Pennsylvania. Right. I mean, so, one of your old teachers, Kathy. Yeah, uh, yeah I, I think there are still some. Some Actually, they're probably all still there because I'm so young. They're all still teaching. <laughs> they're all retired. All right, so Pensbury High School, we want to know who's the coolest teacher. And all you have to do is text the word teacher to 39333. We'll send you the voting link and you take it from there. We give you the weekend to do that, all right? We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Don't forget Piff the Magic Dragon in our studio, as well as Pauly Shore in the studio this morning. We'll be right back.
It's MMR's official opening of the Jersey Shore. Friday, May 27th, starting with the Preston and Steve Show, live from Keenan's North Hillwood, presented by Coors Light. Then, dig your toes in the sand with Pierre Robert, live from Margaritaville at Resorts Casino in Atlantic City. And Jackson rocks your happy hour at the Star Beach Bar at the Icona Diamond Beach. Come get an early start on the holiday weekend with 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks your summer. So I believe at the MMRBQ tomorrow you'll be able to take one sealed bottle of water into the venue with you. Uh, so you you definitely want to do that. You, you, you don't absolutely want to. Even do if that. you're not a water drinker, yeah. You're not if you're not used to this. It could be a little oppressive. And yep. they're not saying a size, right? So you could bring a big size. I don't know. I, I would. Yeah, I definitely would. Take so, one off the water cooler at work and bring it with you. Uh, like the gigantic? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Just put a straw on it. Hold it over your shoulder. Uh, Marissa has the information. So uh, this is exactly what it says. Right. Guests okay. are permitted to bring one factory-sealed bottle of water up to one gallon oh, okay. in size. There you, there you go. go. That's bring, very good. Bring a sealed gallon of water. This policy is subject to change based on artists' requests uh, or safety considerations. Aluminum bottles or refillable plastic water bottles are permitted if empty upon entry. Uh, camelbacks are not permitted, by the way. So Can you sting, still bring 10 pounds of chopped meat? Uh, you can't do that oh, this time, right. Uh Water fountains are located in each lobby. So there you go. That's the official. So you can bring a sealed uh, gallon of water, and I recommend you do. It's going to be fine. It's just going to be hot, and you do want to remain hydrated. Yep, exactly. So that is, uh, that's coming up tomorrow. I was telling you we were out of studio, Steve. I was telling everybody that I just... Um, feel very sexy today. You do yeah. look sexy. I don't, I, I just, uh, I've got that confidence. I don't know what it is, but I'm feeling it. I just. Uh, like all the best runway models, you've got a girl. You you can show it. Yeah. Uh, even when you're not looking great. That's it. It's just That's this it, man. You walk into a room and guys' heads just turn. And then I realize, <laughs> I think I know what it is. Uh, because, uh, and and our company put out a, um, a press release uh, yeah. yesterday. So it's uh, no secret would. If you uh, if you are uh, tired of the Preston and Steve show, I am sorry to tell you. <laughs> it's bad news. There's bad news uh, because <laughs> we signed a contract extension on Wednesday that will have us working here at WMMR. Hold on to this. Till 2030. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes, that's why I'm doing yeah. a little strut. Uh, so yeah, we signed a uh, we signed a contract extension that will have us employed uh, for the next eight years here at WMMR. Yeah, we still have years left on our current contract, but you know what? And so I mean, that's just amazing, and we were thrilled, and we were uh, you know honored that uh, you know it was agreed to so quickly, and. Uh, Man, it, it it blows my mind just to hear you say it now. You know what? I have in in my office. I held something. Something rubbed me wrong one day. Yeah, and uh, I printed it and I held on to it, and it was uh, it was it was from a texter. Yeah, and somebody just said something really mean. Right, and and they said uh, you guys are on your way out anyway. Right, so you won't be here long. Uh, and that was like five years ago, <laughs> and so I've I, I have it sitting on my name? desk. No, I don't know whose name was. Their phone numbers on there though. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. call and, them. Somebody call them and autom- and give an automated message that it's resigned uh, until twenty thirty. Yeah, so you know that that was five years ago, I believe, and so it'll be thirteen years <laughs> <laughs> since yeah. that person texted that over. I look That's at funny. this uh, as uh, th- while we roll through making people sick of us, there's still enough people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
that to drop still off. bring in. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah, there are people bring that in. don't even know it's how like much It's like a glacier moving along. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And, Eventually. And, and the, the ones who hate us calve off, yeah. and then newbies start, and then they yeah. start to hate us, and right. then it moves along. <laughs> Steve, you're, you know, <laughs> we, right. there's an entire generation of people who haven't learned how to hate us yet. Yes, uh-huh. and it's our job to give them reasons to hate us. Uh-huh. I, you know what I've been thinking about uh, over the last day or so is what the world will be like in 2030. Like when, I know that the, instead of dinner, we will just eat one pill. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what the Jetson seems to indicate. It's a long time. It's yeah. really wonderful, and it, it's a, an incredible thing. But I, I just I wonder what we're all going to be like and what's going to be happening on the planet. <laughs> you know what, though? I'm also, Nick, I'm amazed, and, and to the gang here and everybody, I, I'm also amazed at how linear things are. So I always tell, like, uh, when interns are coming in, I say... You won't and you won't be able to comprehend your life just five years from now. Mm. But also in our structure, in our show, and, and the way things have been going, um, there is this. There, I find great comfort in um, a, a number of the things that have not changed all that much. And uh, that one of the main things is like what we're going to be doing tomorrow: getting out to meet people and the people that are all familial to the show. Is just the best, and that has not changed since day one of the President Steve Show. The station itself hasn't changed much since day one of the President Steve Show. I mean, like the on-air staff is all pretty much the same. Yeah, you know? oh, yeah. and uh, events that we do have, have all pretty much remained the same. That's you know, that's an incredible thing. We're lucky to be a part of a station that continues to go strong. Somebody texted in a question if there was included in the contract a Lauer clause. <laughs> uh, He's going to be with us. Till He's 2030. being difficult. His negotiations are being difficult. <laughs> He wants a fourth yeah. test. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so anyhow, we uh, yeah we are very thankful for our our, our company and uh, and going along. I had and, three testicles. Thank you. That was he's our agent yeah, by yeah. the way. Uh, and uh, and we thank all the uh, the people involved in in the, uh, getting that together. And it's just uh, it's just it feels so good. And it's it is a privilege. It is a privilege to have that kind of job security. And we're very very thankful for to it. Every morning, share time with you. Yes, uh, and at anything we do to see you out and about. Honestly. You have given us lives and livelihoods here in Philadelphia. It means the world to us. Most definitely. Yeah. So thank you, and uh, and we're here for a while, yes. and we're happy to be here. If you hate us, we are so sorry. We're so sorry about that. <laughs> uh, so, oh, a reminder, coming up in a little while, I want uh, golfers uh, to pay attention because uh, Casey and I are playing in the Cora uh, for Kids Golf Classic on Monday Philadelphia Cricket Club. It's going to be good weather, right? An amazing golf course. Casey and I just played there for an event for the Devereaux Foundation. Um, this is going to be, uh, we're going to have a chance for you to win a foursome. Whoa! Uh, yeah, your own foursome wow. at uh, Cricket Club. So it's a really, really fantastic club. So listen up at some point this morning. We'll, we'll get a winner for that. Um, but, you know, I wanted to do something. I was just kind of tinkering around uh, on YouTube, just finding some fun things. I had a little bit of time to kill. And I'd forgotten how much... You love porn. I love pornography. Uh-huh. <laughs> but then you got distracted by something else. I did. Yeah. And then I went over and I started... Uh, you fell down a whole hole. I just... Uh, I typed in uh, isolated vocals. Oh, those... Yeah. Oh, I love that. And we haven't done that in a long time. It's been years since we've kind of tinkered around with isolated vocals. And uh, one of the first ones that came up was uh, from Queen... Um, and at first I listened to Bohemian Rhapsody and then I went over and listened to, uh, somebody to love. And I just want to, I just want to play some of this because it's, there's, there's something that, that is this the sharer. I'm not the sharer. I'm, I'm, I'm the acapella, (laughs) the acapella. Uh, no, I, I, 
I don't know anybody who doesn't love this. When you hear something that you, uh, an iconic song, an iconic piece of music, and you strip it away, uh, it, it goes the other way many times, where you strip away the production, you realize the person can't sing to save their ass. Right. Here, in many cases, we tend to favor the things that make us go, dear God, how amazing. Yeah, when it's when it, when it you hear it stripped down and you're like, oh my God, that's even better. It's even better. Than yeah. I thought it was. Right. And shows you what a talent somebody like Freddie Mercury was. I was looking for some... The first, actually, the first ones that I came across were were Steve Perry, um, oh, and I, and I went through a uh, um, uh, a guy had had uh, had, uh, had uh, highlighted a few different different things about Steve's voice and said, you know, why you'll never be able to sing this stuff, and he, and he was pointing out these notes that he can hit, right. and not only that, the power, but I couldn't find any good quality acapella. You can use apps now that will remove the music. It's not quite. There's effective. like a, there's like a there's like a swirling sound. The ones that I'm going to play for you. <laughs> <laughs> the ones I'm going to play for you now are taken from the master tapes. Right. And so they can just easily remove things, and it, the quality is fantastic. If we can find some of Steve Perry that's like that, I would play it for you because his voice is incredible. But listen to Freddie Mercury on uh, pull up um, somebody to love, Casey, if you would, please. Stat. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, let's listen to some of this. You're used to hearing that. Yeah. The song starts this way, obviously, but... And then, obviously, the piano comes in, and then we've cut it to this. Here we go. Each morning I get up, I dial. Can't barely stand on my feet. Take a look in the mirror and cry. Lord, what you doing to me? I have spent all my years in believing you, but I just can't get no relief. Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody, can anybody find me somebody to love? And if you're standing anybody else getting goosebumps? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, and Preston, he's singing it at with those fence posts in his mouth, and you know, the, the, yeah. I mean, and and, and that they, in fact, they they show that scene of Bohemian Rhapsody where they didn't think, oh no, this guy can't do this. Oh man, uh, and uh, it's just amazing. Yeah, let's hear a little more here. Yeah, those little. It's like sounds like uh, Kathy when she finds a succulent. I work hard <laughs> every day of my life. I work till I ache my bones. At the end, I take home my heart and pray. Till the tears run down from my eyes Lord, somebody, ooh, somebody Can anybody find me Somebody to love Every day I try, I pray What? What? I don't know what happened there Hang on, let me back it up just a little bit, because this part's awesome. But everybody wants to put me down. They say I'm gone crazy. They say I got a lot of water in my brain. I've never noticed that part before. You guys, um, he's mentioned fiddle paddles. They say I got a lot of water in my brain. I got no common sense. I got nobody left to believe. You know, I heard that there w- during the session for Under Pressure that 
Bo, of course, they create a masterpiece. Moe, Bowie and Moe is his cousin from <laughs> Minnesota. Bowie, yeah, Moe, Bowie, Moe. Yeah. Uh, and then into was Moe and Blowy, who was very promiscuous. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Yeah. Uh, but the um, uh, that they <laughs> that uh, Freddie Mercury's singing style, like his uh, improvisational thing, was sort of uh, annoying Bowie. Yeah, uh, and uh, that was an issue. When we had Brian May here, uh, and, and we spent the bulk of the conversation talking about uh, the stereoscopic uh, viewing stuff, which right. is what he was promoting, um, we, we went into uh, you know Queen, obviously, and the first thing I asked him about was Under Pressure, and, yeah. and I said, man, how was that recording session? He goes, difficult. Oh, wow. <laughs> it was hard. And he alluded to the fact that he and Freddie, or David and Freddie, were... You know, they're, it's Moe, Preston. Got all Moe. Uh, but they uh, they have conflicting styles. Yeah. They're both amazing at what they do. Uh, but but it, they made they it, made greatness. It was incredible. Yeah, sometimes you need that. If you both know your desired goal is to do something great, and then you, you're going to be passionate for what you're doing. It's like every day on this show, we say, how can we be great? Right. And we fall so far short of it. <laughs> well, we try. And yeah. I feel really sorry for this person. Uh, they texted in and said, not only does that Queen song suck, it sucks even harder with the music behind it. Oh, dear God. Oh, that's, I feel sorry for you. Well, wow. it's all subjective, but yeah, I mean, if you're not uh, blown away by that. Yeah, okay. Uh, listen, how about a little... Uh, it says wait. signed Richard Marks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's hear a little uh, Bohemian Rhapsody. All right. All right, so uh, hang on. Is this the real life? And these harmonies sound a little bit different. Um, Is this just fantasy? Caught in a landslide. No escape from reality. I think they're leaving some parts Open out. Open your eyes. Look up to the skies and see. I'm just a poor boy. I need no sympathy. Because I'm easy come, easy go. Little high, little low. Anyway the wind blows doesn't really matter Quick question. There's a couple things going on there I never noticed before. So uh, are we um, hearing in real time they're harmonizing, uh, or has that been layered? Uh, I, I think it was layered probably. All right. Because uh, I think that's Freddie harmonizing with himself in some of those. He, but, he couldn't do that for real? Uh, well, you never know. He's a pretty talented guy with all those teeth. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he had another voice. like five voice. voices. He had another <laughs> voice in there somewhere. <laughs> but hang on. Listen. Anyway, the wind blows doesn't really matter to me. There's a couple of syllable things. Doesn't really matter to me. Okay. Yeah, and one of them, he goes, matter. And the other one, he goes, matter. Uh, so this was a matter. discarded. Matter. Um, yeah. Matter. Yeah. yeah. Maddie. <laughs> no, it's not mattered. It's Maddie. Maddie. Yeah. yeah. Pretty, that yeah. was problematic. Moe, you sounded great. Moe, nailed it. <laughs> Moe, keep doing what you're doing. Moe, aces. Freddie, you need to change the phrasing. Aces. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, my God. Yeah. All right. Here. <laughs> really? To me. <laughs> then they bring the piano in just to fill this out. Maddie. <laughs> then it goes away. Here we go. Mama. 
This is so good. Just killed a man. <laughs> oh, dude. No, wait. Maybe we should take that out. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that again with You know, I never us. noticed that yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Without the music, play it again. You'll hear Billy it. Billy to me. This is what happens yeah, when you listen to these isolated things, pick up things you never heard before. Hang on a second. Mama just killed a man. <laughs> Put a gun against his head. Pulled my trigger, now he's dead. Mama. Is, is that just me or did it? Okay. Yeah. All right. It's, it's mixed there. low in the actual release. It must yeah. be because there's piano underneath that. They didn't want to really focus on that. Right. So. Right. Because it's the down part of this. Yeah. Somebody texted and said they really gave this eight more years. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. All right. Life had just begun. All right, now, on uh, all seriousness. Do you pick a part of this that you really like, and let's see if we can do it. When he goes, uh, and now... I was thinking the same thing. They've gone and thrown it all away. All right, the, because the, the the raspiness that comes into his voice. Uh, Listen to this. Life had just begun. Right but now I've gone and thrown it all away. Nice. Love that. Mama. you cry if I'm not back again this time tomorrow carry on mm. carry on as if nothing really matters I don't know if Nell fits in this That's one that's Moe's wife yeah. Nell can you take it back from the pod <laughs> put the squirrel down <laughs> may I be a tata too late Oh my God! My time has come. Sent shivers down <laughs> my spine. Body's aching all the time. Oh, Goodbye, everybody. I've got to go. Gotta leave you all behind and face the truth. So yeah. the, the guy who did, <clears throat> who sang a lot of the replicating, yeah, songs, Bohemian Rhapsody, yeah, like was amazing. Yeah, I saw. There's a couple of videos that he's made on YouTube where he describes how he gets, gets that, to that tone. Yeah, I mean, number one, you have to have a voice that's somewhat similar, right? But he does some things vocally to to emulate uh, Freddie, and uh, it's you know it's really technical stuff, but he's able to do it. Think think about also just in the regular singing and phrasing. And this kind of thing. Yeah, uh, and think about <laughs> that whole process with the people who do it really well. I mean, obviously, the Eagles were just in town. And, and, and that harmonizing, honestly, that's why mm-hmm. I think a lot of people want the little, the River Valley Vocal Band to reunite. Of course. We... There's some amazing singers out there. I mean, you, you look at the guy Parnell, who now sings for Journey. Uh, they found him on YouTube because he was pretending or he right, was impersonating right. uh, Steve Perry and he could do it spot on. There was a guy years before that. I think he was one of the first YouTube finds. Um, <clears throat> he was singing Boston songs, and he could sound just like Brad Delp. And Brad Delp had this incredible power and range. Yeah, yeah. He'd get way up high. And this guy was just like a car mechanic, and he was just singing uh, karaoke. And the band found out about it after Brad Delp had died, and they <clears throat> brought him on. Uh, and there's been a few other people that, that can really sound exactly like those iconic singers. 
It's pretty. It incredible. is amazing stuff. But you know they don't. They don't have there, the opportunity. There's, there's so much studio um, manipulation these days that when you hear something raw like that or raw-ish, uh, it, it, it blows yeah. you away. Steve, I was thinking about that over the weekend because um, Pitbull, uh, not Pitbull, uh, Post Malone was the musical right, guest yes. on SNL, and I like Post Malone. I think Post Malone has incredible. I think he's really talent, talented yeah. as well. But um, but his production, his his performance on SNL was so produced yeah. that I couldn't tell what was him and what was uh, now. You know, the, no, no, no. <laughs> what was like. Um, just, oh, like production and overdubbing and sure. everything like that because they just, can do it live. They, just yeah. let him get up there and sing and, right. and be a performer. And that, you know, we can contrast Post Malone with, with Freddie Mercury, but like, you know, Freddie Mercury in the studio is what we're hearing now. And right. You know, it's just, it's just different. Uh, and maybe, maybe that does exist and we're just unaware because it all, when you can produce all of it to that level, you don't know who really has the gift. Right. I'm looking at our, at our um, audio here. We, we have several that I guess we, we explored this years ago. Yep. Um, but here's what I want to hear. All right, if you guys don't mind, can I switch gears for a second? Is it now? It's not now. Uh, wait. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Oh, it is. No one wants to hear it. Wait, All right, we're going to do a side along, Kong Kong. Uh, take one. <laughs> That's side along, Kong Kong. <laughs> take one. Let's hear it. Wait, I got a break. Gotta... <laughs> All right, Bowie, you come in now. <laughs> I'm David Bowie, and it's such an honor to record with now. I've never recorded with anyone with visible pieces of squirrel meat in their teeth. <laughs> Moe and Nell. Oh, wait, I want to see if you can <laughs> harmonize the side of Hong Kong. I just uh, want to see oh, how that hey, sounds. I'll try it one second. Uh, do you have it? I'll try it. Wait, wait one second. Side of Hong Kong. Yeah, it's hard. All right. Let's try it again from the top. It's hard. Side of Hong Kong. No, I can't do it. I don't know what she's saying. Bring Freddie back. <laughs> oh god okay all right no i wanted to hear this is uh the police um oh they're finally taking us out of here <laughs> yeah. Yeah. eight years can't do it hang on this is uh roxanne here we go what <laughs> oh laughing that's at the very beginning of the song. Oh. You can hear him laughing. Oh. Hear this is the whole. This is the whole track. Hang on. I want to hear that. Uh, no. Part. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you want to hear the laughing part again? Yeah. No, yeah, the piano and then. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Here we go. Roxanne. You don't have to put on the red light. That's it? No. Those days are over. You don't have to show your body to the night. Roxanne. You don't have to wear that dress tonight. Walk the streets for money. You don't care if it's wrong or if it's right. Roxanne. You don't have to put on the red light, Roxanne. You don't have to put on the red light. So, Roxanne, 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 Roxan
We talk about uh, singers losing their upper register, and mm-hmm. you know, and how they, they, I guess they drop it down, you yep. know, to, so they can handle it. Um, I don't think he could do that now. Probably not. All right. So, yeah. but there are some that still amaze with their the ones who hang on, who can still get up there. Who comes to mind? Well, you know, I was thinking about Daltrey. I mean, it's not quite right. the register where it used to be, but uh, he's in town tonight, and right. I saw him two or three years ago at the ballpark. And Daltrey was hitting notes yeah, in, yeah. in a really impressive way. And I don't mind them scaling it down to right. accommodate because that's that's oh, a natural thing to lose the timber. Yeah, yeah, he's not 30-year-old Daltrey. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, you don't go in uh, thinking you're going to get Daltrey from 1970, but right. it was still pretty damn pretty amazing. amazing. Dude, this is not just a plug for the MM barbecue, but Corey Glover. Yes. Oh, God. living color. Yeah. Yeah. When they played uh, the uh, Camp Out for Hunger, he was hitting these notes. We were all looking at each other going... Yeah. Did I just hear that? Yeah. Pretty amazing. So you'll get to see him put a display on tomorrow. If you even talk about us, like, throughout, there's times when you you said your voice, you were, lost the ability to do a, hit a high note. Yeah, yeah. I, I go in and out. I think I sound fairly similar to me years ago, uh, though oh, over time when you listen to something old, you'll always hear yourself sounding at a higher register, you yeah. know, if it's over the many years. But yet we, uh, if they, the ability to retain your vocals and hit those high notes is yeah. something amazing. By the way, speaking of the, the police, uh, Carter and I were in the kitchen yesterday cooking dinner, and I, I just put on some music, so I put on some police, and we started talking about the band. And I said, uh, he was asking about them, and I said, yeah, I go, Sting wrote easily 90% of right. the songs uh, for that band. And that, like, tweaked his melon. He, yeah, was, yeah. he was like, What? He's like, I thought it was, you know, a collective. Yeah, that yeah, they yeah. all there. There were some songs they did together. But I'm like, no, almost all of that was Sting. Yeah, yeah. And he wrote all those huge hits, and he just had this like his respect for Sting went through the roof right after that. The guy is pretty damn amazing. So, um, yeah. Anyhow, I, we should take a break. I'm looking at the clock, but I, I oh, could yeah. do this. I could listen to stuff like that all you day. Do this long. all day long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I go, I go, Captain America. I know, this. I know. Uh, actually, you know what? Real quick, pull up a little bit of Marvin Gaye because uh, right. that'll be the last thing we do. Right. Because Which that... one do you want? We have two. We have Grapevine and we have uh, Ain't No Mountain. Uh, Grapevine. Okay. Ain't no nail high enough. Because this is just, this is one of the greatest singers ever. Ooh, I bet you're wondering how I knew about your plans to make me blue with some other guy you knew before. Between the two of us guys, you know I love you more. It took me by surprise, I must say, when I found out yesterday, don't you know that I heard it through the grapevine, not much longer would you be mine, oh, I heard it through the grapevine, oh, I'm just about to lose my mind, honey, honey, where? I wish I could sing. Man, I wish I could you know sing. Oh, yeah. You remember those karaoke I mean, booths that they would have at like amusement parks or the boardwalk? Yes. Uh, I'd sang that. I was probably in fifth or sixth grade. I don't know where that cassette is. <gasps> Find I it. I know. I bet you were going for it. Because Casey goes for it when he yeah. sings. Yeah. Case, I was the drummer in my video. Oh, wherever, were you? Wherever that lives. <laughs> sure was. We what, did what one. song was it? Oh, God, I forget. <laughs> I probably, I don't know, yeah. something Madonna or we did. Knows? There was another one where you could lip sync and do a dance in front, and it was a video. Yeah, <laughs> and so me, my buddy Matt, and my buddy Jeff did uh, Me So Horny, right? And so <laughs> Jeff knew all the words, so he was the lead singer. <laughs> the best part of this 
video, and I, I God, I hope somebody still has it. Is there was a there was a hula hoop. So yeah. I'm doing oh, yeah. this hula hoop, and I smashed my friend Matt in the face with this hula hoop. And you see us get in the fight in the middle oh, of this thing. In the video? <laughs> so That's awesome. Oh, I gotta see. Yo, oh, Jeff might actually have that. I would but like, love to so that. like jump roping through the hula Because <laughs> as most of the videos of the time are either jump roping or hula hoops. <laughs> you know, especially during yeah, yeah. me so horny. <laughs> Wow. All right. Yeah, we need to find that. We definitely need to find that. And now people are texting in some great suggestions. Like uh, uh, somebody had said, uh, don't discount uh, George Michael. No, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I I played for Caroline the other day, One More Try from George Michael. I'm like, you want to hear a guy who could sing? Listen to this. Right. Something else. So maybe we'll do this again sometime. We haven't haven't gone to this well in years. No. So I wouldn't mind uh, flirting around with that again. All right. Let's take a break, though, because we got Bizarre File, we got Pauly Shore, we got Pip the Magic Dragon, we got a lot of things going on this morning. Stay with us. We will be back in a moment. If you like what you hear, you can see it, too. Check out Preston and Steve's Daily Rush on Xfinity On Demand. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Let's do the B file before we got to do this, though. Here we go. Thank you to Froggy. They will be, speaking of the side stage, performing, obviously, tomorrow. And uh, Jackie Bam Bam is doing a set. I'm excited for all of that stuff. I, I absolutely am. Listen, we, we joke about the heat and stuff like that, but it, oh, this is so cool to have this back and be out there and being able to do it and see you guys. It'll be great. Yep. All the details at WMMR.com. Now, WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Brought to you this morning by Mulch Works of Aston. They offer the highest quality mulch and topsoil. It's manufactured on site. Delivery or pickup for residential and commercial markets. Visit mulchthis.com. A UK mother feared for her life after she accidentally swallowed a COVID 19 test throat swab, oh, which ended up traveling all the way down toward her intestines. Bobby Lee is her name. She said it was really scary, it could have ended up fatal. Uh, and she said the, the mother one had apparently opted to take an at-home COVID-19 rapid test of feeling sick following a night shift. And when she tried to swab her throat, the implement Jeez. wouldn't come out. She said, when I swabbed the back of my throat, I sort of gagged. The stick twanged in my mouth 
and got stuck at the back of my throat with the swab down my throat and the end <laughs> stuck into the roof of my mouth at the back. After attempts to remove the instrument failed, she tried swallowing it. No. Which only caused it to slither further down. She said it only went about halfway down my throat so you could see the end of it sticking up out of my throat. Oh, my God. That's not good. At one point, she said she temporarily struggled to breathe but was able to do so. Uh, hoping not to panic, her daughter, by dialing the emergency services, a quick-thinking guardian, said she jumped into the car and drove straight to the hospital. Unfortunately, the medic said that they had never seen a case like hers before. You don't want to hear that. And eventually, doctors opted for emergency surgery, which involved shoving a thin, flexible camera down her throat to locate the tool and then extracting the oversized Q-tip with surgical tools. And if it had been in my house, I could have done one of my famous at-home tracheotomies. Immediately, yes. Yeah. Uh, the surgery went off without a hitch. However, accompanying images showed just how dire the situation could have been had she not sought medical attention. A story out of Florida. A man fabricated a fake pardon from Donald Trump as authorities investigated him in connection with a number of fraud cases. Mm. Uh, Alexander Lazinski is facing charges of wire fraud, bank fraud, and money laundering. He could face 30 years in prison. And, so, and that one is uh, from the Pope. Right. So he's, <laughs> he's, a, he's accused of using fictitious charitable entities, including one called Love and Bliss Incorporated, to take part in a number of schemes. One fraud included applying uh, for and receiving two payroll protection plan loans, totaling about $196,000. He was also involved in a check kitting scheme and tried to deposit $2.7 million in worthless checks. Yes, into, I'd like to uh, deposit $2.6 million, please. Into the Love and Bliss business account. Uh, when he discovered the money had been frozen, he attempted to have it released by producing a fabricated pardon <laughs> purportedly signed by Donald Trump, <laughs> according to the U.S. Attorney's Office. The yeah. government said Lazinski uh, was involved in another scheme in which he tried to deed himself more than 10 properties around the country that were valued at more than $300 million. He's got to up his forgery game. Yeah. When the real owners of the properties and their lawyers tried to correct the fraudulent deeds, he responded by sending harassing and threatening letters, emails, and faxes. He also, the Love and Bliss Corporation, by the way, portrayed itself to be a Christian nonprofit uh, that was trying to seize control of two properties that had belonged to Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> The properties were Epstein's since demolished mansion and ranch in New Mexico. So, dude just goes straight yeah. for the big stuff. Yes! Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, here's another Florida story. A man is clinging to life with horrific burns to 75% of his body after a sheriff's deputy had tased him at a gas station and it sparked a fire. Oh, this is horrible footage. And it nearly cooked him alive. Uh, Gene Barreto is still recovering from the third-degree burns from a confrontation with sheriff's deputies in Orange County on the 27th of February. He's wrapped and unwrapped in gauze daily, bleeding profusely, and still doesn't have the requisite amount of skin to contain his bodily fluids. Oh, Jesus. And the burns cover three-quarters of his body. Uh, His lawyer said Barreto, a FedEx employee with no prior criminal record, was returning from a gathering of uh, motorcycle enthusiasts, which had been broken up by deputies when he stopped at a Wawa less than a mile from his home. Surveillance video from the area uh, showed Barreto standing by the gas pump, when he was tackled and body slammed to the ground by a sheriff's deputy who had been trailing him after an attempted traffic stop. As Mr. Bredo was knocked over from behind uh, by the surprise breakdown, his lawyer said, from the then unknown force, his dirt bike also went down spilling gas uh. on him and the deputy. By then, three other patrol vehicles responded. One of the arriving deputies saw Bredo and his colleague on the ground, so he deployed his taser against the biker and then, boom, lit him up. And the deputy caught on fire, too. He suffered uh, third-degree burns. 
uh, to half of his body as well. Uh, So the fireball left four people injured, among them three deputies. Nearly three months later, Barreto is still undergoing excruciating treatment. So they're trying to figure out how this is all going to play out. Wow. Cambodia's Ministry of Environment has asked the public to stop picking a carnivorous penis plant over fears that it could be driven to extinction. It's a carnivorous penis plant? Yes. So it all started after... It doesn't eat penises. Oh, okay. Uh, That's what I was thinking. It is a meat-eating plant. Stay away from that one. Uh, It all started after a video of three Cambodian women picking the plants on Bokor Mountain in Kampot surfaced. And in the video, the women are seen excitedly gathering the penis plants and holding them up to their faces while comparing the plants to different penis shapes and sizes because it does look like one. And this is a Venus vagina trap. The plant called uh, Nepenthes brocarensis, brocarensis uh, has a long shaft-like tube that is it uses to drown insects in and curved a curved lid. I'm familiar with this. Uh, the ministry posted about the issue on Facebook writing, what they are doing is wrong. And they should not do it again in the future. Thank you for loving natural resources, but do not pick the penis flowers. No. Or they will be ruined. So, yeah, they do look like Johnson's. That would never end up in an arrangement at your house, right, Kathy? The the penis. (laughs) One final story, and this is a good one. A former Louisiana National Guard officer was allowed to retire after a general court-martial convicted him on charges stemming from motorboating a subordinate soldier during an informal promotion ceremony while deployed to Jordan in May of 2021. You motorboating son of a bitch. Uh, Captain Billy Joe Crosby, a logistics officer who was overseas with the 256th Infantry Brigade Brigade Combat Team during his recent deployment, was initially charged with abuse of sexual contact and conduct on becoming an officer. Crosby was the officer in charge of an outpost in Jordan. Uh, Multiple soldiers immediately reported the behavior and Crosby pled guilty at trial. Struck a deal, so he is not going to have the sexual offense part of it there. But the plea deal prevented a judge from dismissing him from the Army, which keeps him uh, able to collect his retirement. So uh, when he learned that the junior soldier was selected for promotion, Crosby reportedly announced to her twice that he intended to motorboat her during her promotion ceremony because the Army Combat Uniform's chest-placed pl- uh, chest rank patch was intended for such actions. Really? Yeah. An NCO witnessed both statements. I believe that stands for non-commissioned officer. Uh, prosecutor described motorboating as when a person places his or her face between a woman's <laughs> breast and shakes his or her head back and forth while making sounds resembling a motorboat. So it's a military thing. It must be a military yeah. thing. Uh, weeks before the assault, Crosby also told the officer that he wanted to bring the junior soldier with him on a uh, driving trip in another base in Jordan. He told investigators that Crosby requested the soldier's company because he, quote, liked looking at her boobs. <laughs> it occurs to me he might be a bit distracted. I think so. So anyhow, yes, they said uh, Crosby approached the junior soldier, told her to stand up, placed the rank in front of her chest. Leaned in uh, to grab the rank with his teeth, then placed his face between the junior soldier's breast and vigorously moved his head from side to side between her breasts while still holding the rank in his teeth. Now it's time for the hot Carl. It was. <laughs> oh, geez. oh my God! <laughs> <laughs> this all seems bad. It was reported, and he was uh, court-martialed for that. All right, and there you go. You're gonna if you don't know what hot Carl is, you're gonna have to look that up. I have uh, a, a fun fact for you guys. All righty, uh, Steve, you made a, a funny joke about uh, the Venus flytrap earlier. Yes, the and, vagina uh, flytrap. Yeah, the the, uh, the Venus. Venus plant, and yeah. then led to the Venus flytrap joke. Uh, the Venus flytrap was so named because it resembles female genitalia. I had no idea. Yeah. No kidding. That's interesting. All right, fair mm. enough. You learn stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
Here's what I'd like to do. If you play golf, and you're a serious golfer, hopefully, uh, because this is a foursome at Philadelphia Cricket Club, and you will have caddies, you will be walking, and you will have to tip your caddies. Very important. Make sure you look that information up on what an appropriate tip for a caddy is. But we would like to invite you to the 13th Annual Cora for Kids Golf Classic on Monday at the Philadelphia Cricket Club. So we will take... Caller number 14 at 215-263-WMMR. Please know how to play the game of golf. I do request that. It's a serious It's a really great golf course, and this is a a privilege to play on it. So uh, you'll be on the beautiful Wissahickon walking course with walking caddies provided, plus food, beverages, and a chance to bid on some great items in the silent auction to support the children and families Cora serves. 215-263-WMMR. Said caller number 14. Let's set you up. That's pretty awesome. I'd love to give that to you. All right, we're going to take a break. We'll come back in a moment. Don't forget, we're going to have uh, Piff the Magic Dragon, who's performing the Keswick Theater, and then Pauly Shore, both joining us in a little while. Stay with us. It's time to roll up your sleeves to help your neighbors in need. A flood, that is. WMMR presents the 17th Annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Friday, June 24th. Two locations to choose from. The Greater Philadelphia Expo Center in Oaks or the Event Center inside Live Casino and Hotel Philadelphia in the South Philly Sports Complex. Make your donation appointment now at WMMR.com. Donors get the newest Fred and Steve t-shirt, a reusable tote bag from Window Nation, plus juice from Everfresh Juice. Not to mention the pride of knowing you made a difference. Appointments are required, so sign up today at WMMR.com. The 17th Annual I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive. Benefiting the American Red Cross from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Two quick chart outs, if you don't mind, guys. Yeah. Uh, chart out Friday, May 5th. My daughter's ninth birthday is Sunday the 22nd. Uh, me and her listen to you guys every day, getting her ready for school and on the way to school, and she gets such a kick out of the short outs, and I know she would just go nuts to hear her name on the radio with one. If you could give a nice, juicy uh, Neil Diamond short out. Have we done that before? No. I don't know. Um, I, I don't know what that would be. Uh, it's probably Tom Jones, but she thinks it's Neil Diamond? Uh, I don't know. Uh, maybe so she wants a Neil Diamond one. It's for Charlie Ryan Doherty, her ninth birthday from her mom and dad, Chuck and Lauren. And he said, thank you so much. Good morning, it. So here's a shard out. I don't know. Will we, are we do? Doing, are we doing Tom Jones? Do you, do or Neil Diamond? There you go. First ever yeah, Neil Diamond shard out. I don't know if this is as powerful as the Tom Jones. No. Anybody know Kathy's laughing at that? Because I was laughing and I, I wanted you to do the Neil Diamond. I didn't want it to be Tom Jones. All right. Um, and that's the only one I have. These other ones I have uh, are dated for another time. In another place. Uh, let me see. Yeah, those aren't for a few more days. Wait. Oh, what? what's today's date? 20th. Oh, yeah. That's next week. Never mind. Okay. Um, you know what I would like to do, actually, because we've skipped it a couple of times, is um, delve into the world of food with the connoisseur. Oh, now that you just had exceptional food yourself, connoisseur. I did, and I am in food mode. The connoisseur is in food mode with our weekend edition of the connoisseur. I... I love this story. A team of students at John Hopkins Whiting School of Engineering have invented, listen to this, edible tape to keep burritos sealed while you're oh, eating them. Amazing. Oh. Edible tape to keep burritos. That is a 
That is a revolution in burrito technology. So it is christened Tasty Tape. And it's, I just eat, I use regular tape and eat that, but okay. this is going to be great. Over time, that might become a problem. I know. Uh, the, I crap Legos. The transparent and edible invention is made from food-grade fibrous scaffolding and organic adhesive. Sounds tasty. That keeps the ingredients inside burritos and other wraps such as tacos or gyros from spilling out. Gyros are another one. Uh, yeah, they're yeah, messy. Yeah, very. They're, they're definitely messy. Um, so I assume that this really has very little flavor to it, that it's almost, you know, non-existent. Just meant to keep it closed. Yep. So the group, uh, comprising chemical and biomolecular uh, engineering uh, students, by the way, at the American University, uh, reportedly tested a multitude of ingredients before coming up with their own formula. Uh, Tyler Gorino, who was uh, teamed up with fellow engineering students, uh, said, first, we learned about the science around tape and different adhesives, and then we worked to find edible counterparts. Mm. Uh, tasty Tape, the group claims, <laughs> tasty tape. can keep a fat burrito completely secure from spillage after having tested it, uh, testing the invention on, quote, too many burritos to count. <laughs> Uh, they, however, declined to provide the exact recipe for the Tasty Tape as they are currently applying for a patent. Well, I think that's brilliant. It's one of those stupid things that could make you a super-duper millionaire. Yeah. You never know. Yeah. You know, uh, so I, I hope this takes off for them. Now, succulent staples. Uh, so, Gorino added, uh, what I can say is that all its ingredients are safe to consume, are food grade, and are common food and dietary additives. That's a that's a bitch. Some sandwiches, and, and you know, those... You'll avoid some things that you really like to eat because yeah. it's impossible to eat it. Dude, sometimes... Sometimes they go overboard with burgers and things right. like that, and they just make them way too big to handle. Yeah, and I, more oftentimes than not, if I'm at a restaurant, not a, not a burger joint, yeah. like a you know a to go burger. If I'm at a restaurant, and I order a hamburger, I need to cut it in half. Yeah, yeah, and it just makes it easier to eat. And I, you know, when when you get one that's just way too big, I'm like, man, how do I even start with this thing? Because what so, happens is you start, you don't get the proper ratio of everything. Yeah. Invariably, you're going to start to favor whatever sliding out of the roll. You know what I will do if I do have a to-go burger? Let's say if yeah. I'm either going to McDonald's or Wendy's or Burger King, whatever it may be. I will do a quick assessment of how the burger was assembled. Yes. Okay. And then look at the blueprints. I will use the wrapper, you know, to use as as a as a catch all yeah. on the back end of it. So I'll, I'll fold it down. But I choose to start eating the side of the burger that is the bulkiest. Yeah. Because I as I am biting, I'm pushing that yep. food forward. Yeah. And the other and and it will even out by the time I get to the end of the burger. It's like a if, civil engineer's approach to if a burger. If I do, however, go on the other end, yeah. uh, it pushes it, and then I've got nothing but, like, meat and tomato hanging out and no bun to go with it. Right. It's uneven. Yeah. It's like human intercourse. It's the same thing. Is it? Start from the back. Yeah. Okay. And then work your way forward. <laughs> so the product prototype includes rectangular strips of tape measuring half an inch in length and two inches wide attached to sheets of waxed paper. Uh, to use the Tasty Tape, one only needs to peel off a strip of the wax sheet, wet it properly to activate the sticky side, and then apply it to the food item. And there you go. What is the adhesive? Is it like a honey or something? Or They're not saying. Okay. Uh, it's some kind of, um, <laughs> like I said, it's a, it's a food-grade fibrous scaffolding. It's from turpentine. An organic adhesive. Okay. Of some type. So I don't All know right. what it's made from. I think from. honey or uh, like caro syrup. 
Something it's it's got to be more than that. It's got to yeah. be stickier than that. I would right. something that's not uh, that doesn't have flavor. Gorilla glue. Uh, maybe it's gorilla yeah, yeah. glue. Maybe because it's made from gorillas. Yes, and I assume and they're those organic. Are edible, you know. Yeah, yeah, they're definitely organic. Well, just have a gorilla hold your sandwich closed. Yeah. All right. Anyhow, look for this uh, down guy. the road. Uh, so, all right. Here's another one. Interesting story. These are kind of offbeat from I like our, this. our regular connoisseur stories. A Wisconsin man. Uh, who previously earned a Guinness World Record for the most Big Macs eaten in a lifetime, just celebrated another milestone. 50 years of being on the toilet. (laughs) Of eating a Big Mac nearly every day. Uh, Nearly every day. Yeah, he had to miss, I think he's missed like eight days or something like that. So, yeah, I heard it was for every day. Wow. Uh, Well, yeah, so Dot, well, he did, so he already broke the world record for consecutive days. Okay. This is just now a milestone of 50 years of still doing it. Wow. Don Gorski of Fond du Lac, is that how you say that? Fond du Lac, Michigan. Uh, Uh, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Uh, Earned his record in 1999 when he was confirmed to have eaten 15,490 Big Macs during his life. And the record was most recently updated in August 2021, where his total surpassed 32,340. And he is now celebrating 50 years of eating a Big Mac almost every day since May 17th, 1972. Yeah. He says that he often eats two of the sandwiches on a given day. He's not a, like a fat guy not, or anything no, like no, that. No, no, no. I have to say... I do love the taste of a Big Mac. I do, too. I think they're great. I do, oh, too. Yeah. It's, it's a great recipe. Remember when they had the uh, Mac Jr.? Oh, I love the See, Mac that, Jr. That, that, that was the perfect size. It was. Actually. Yes. I was really bummed when they discontinued that. And Rat I, pricks. I guess they did it as a just kind of a stunty thing, but I think that had the power to stick around. Right. So he's eating two, uh, possibly two a day. Yep. Um, I think he's got a bit of a mohawk as the last that I saw him, or some weird sort of haircut. But he is, I would say he's just normal size. Uh, he has missed only eight days in his 50-year streak and says that he's uh, tried burgers from other fast food restaurants, but nothing has proven as good to him as the Big Mac. As far as a drive through right. uh-huh. goes, not just a, so like five guys wouldn't count. No. Um, although they are starting to flirt with Shake Shack drive throughs We don't have any here. But of the standards, of the, right, yeah. of the Wendy's, of the McDonald's, of the um, uh, Burger, Burger King. Kings and these things. <laughs> these kind of things. <laughs> um, the sandwiches are easy on the go. You're busy person. Don't have time to sit down. What would you rank as, as the best burger? <sighs> so, are, well, what kind of burger? I mean, of all the burgers that they all have or yeah, yeah, just the I'm, standard cheeseburger? A quarter pounder. Mm. Quarter pounder? Yeah. Quarter pounder for me is... Um, and I, I'm pretty naked with mine. I don't, I don't put a lot on it. In fact, nothing. A lot of times, uh, for driving and for eating, um, yeah, the quarter pounder. I'm a uh, uh, Wendy's single. Are you single cheese? I, I, I think it's I Wendy's think it's is the, very juicy. The best tasting of the lot. Yeah. Um, I'm a probably a Burger King plain wow. double cheeseburger. Look at us. We're all com- yeah, completely yeah. split on. That. I like hear the that sponsors. Yeah. yeah. I like the char broil. So, yeah. 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 Okay. I got you, Nick. I'm not a fast food burger guy. When I go to fast food places, I rarely get the burger. I usually get, get like a chicken sandwich or something. I, I'll I'll do it at Shake Shack. I thought I knew you. <laughs> uh, well, you know, like I I've, I think I've told this story before, but I worked at McDonald's for four years in high school. The entire time that I worked there, I never ate a Big Mac. I never ate one of the McDonald's burgers. I ate them afterwards, but I, I prefer like if I'm going fast food, I prefer their like fried chicken or something along those right, lines. Right, right. So I'm, yeah, I'm just what not for a fast driving food. though. So let's say you're actively driving and you're eating. I I assume that's one of the parameters of this thing. Yeah. Uh, oh, right. Best, best driving 
burger for me is a McDonald's cheeseburger. Okay, yeah. it's just easy. It's right. a one, it's a one hand, no problem. Yeah, not not no mess, overly juicy, nothing at yeah. all. It's and, and inert. The, the cheese melts enough to hold the whole thing together. Right. And that's that's perfect as far as actual driving goes, I think. Is it not the default quarter pounder with cheese? Because I always have to ask to have it without yes. cheese. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I think it is. It's, yeah. a, it's a pain, actually, to, <laughs> when people come in and do that for, for the people who are going to be on the counter. Oh, to like, do it without cheese? Yeah. But it's actually a smart order because uh, then, in theory, it's actually made a little more fresh. Right. Uh-huh. Yep. Anytime you do the special order... Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a little bit fresher. It hasn't sat there in Man, the, with the pudding. Could you please put a little pudding when making a uh, pudding? Please. When I worked in the grill, it's going to sound weird, but could I have that quarter pounder with some pudding? On it, please? God, I hate that guy. I love that guy. <laughs> I uh, I hated making Big Macs. They were the most complicated of all of them. Really? Yeah. The, and the the uh, buns all came in like their own special packaging. The quarter pounder buns, it came in different packaging. They were easier to assemble. So from but your Big Macs require work. From right. your era, did you um, were quarter pound were were Big Macs prepared on mass the yes. way they yeah. were? Yeah. Huh. Uh, and then, listen, this is thirty years ago, Steve. So yeah. it may have changed since then. But uh, they were the Big Macs were the most difficult to assemble. Yeah, well, there's three pieces of bread. Yeah, it's a pain in the ass. I, I worked at McDonald's too for two weeks. Right. Mind you. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that middle piece is called the club. Yes. Yeah. That's what they uh, call that piece. You know what I did one time, Nick? As, so I was on. Uh, uh, I was on uh, quarter pounders. That's what that's what I was. Yeah. I was on the grill. You get assigned burgers. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I did. I, I did the grill. We have a pounders. specialist in from Zurich. And one, <laughs> and one time, and I've told this story before. I put the the bottom buns on the toaster upside down. Oh my god! So I toasted the bottom part of the bun oh, instead. Okay, so sure. I get done, and it's a, it's it's a full rack of them. You know, there's like oh. ten of them, and I'm like, I'm just gonna send these out. Yeah. Oh no. Get caught? I got busted. <laughs> uh, you little maggot! You make me want to vomit! But I played stupid because I was only there for two weeks. Sure. So like, oh, I didn't know. I didn't uh, know. I, I knew. I cut the roof of my mouth on this sandwich. <laughs> Let me see that. The Sorry. club sand, the club bread. Who Wait, did so this? Did a customer complain or did a, a customer? I think did, and then they Pussy. therefore had to throw them all the way. And one of the things at McDonald's, at least when I was there, one thing they kept very, very strict track of was waste. Yes, like that. Oh was, yeah, that was prime. Like all if right, you went you're thirty two inches. If you went through a shift and you didn't have anything that was wasted, oh they, really? They had an yeah. actual waste can. Huh. Anything that is being thrown away uh, for no good reason. Uh, then if if you got through a whole shift without that, like, I don't know if we got, like, something free or whatever, that yeah. was per, the, but that was the key is not to, wasting. To, to minimize waste. Yep. Yeah, quality control is really important. Steve, yeah. we would have these markers that went in the sort of the bin where you would keep the burgers, and um, and, and they the, basically they were a way to keep time. So uh. if the Big Mac had been in there for longer than uh, 15 or 20 minutes or whatever, you were supposed to waste it, and uh, and you not got in trouble for it, but, like, you wanted to make the amount of Big Macs that people were going to order for that lunch rush. So, uh, conceivably, no sandwich that you're getting from McDonald's, we assume other, uh, the other places follow suit in some level, uh, is there for more than 15, 20 minutes? It's not supposed to be. It really yeah. depends on the time of day. But if you're there at a McDonald's, say, in between 11 and 2, chances are it was just me because right. the lunch rush is the bu- busiest time. Um, but if you're there at, like, 3.30 or 4, it may have been sitting out for a little bit. I think Dunkin' Donuts used to, um, my experience, my job experience, <laughs> I think mm-hmm. they would rotate them every, like, four hours. Okay. Yeah. Speaking of Dunkin' Donuts, I have oh, a story about Dunkin' hey! Uh, Dunkin' is testing out three limited edition liquid add-ins called Dunkin' Boosters. 
Duncan boosters. Yeah, there are three. There's an antioxidant booster, which includes oh. vitamin E and zinc to support the immune system. There's the prebiotic booster. And there's which, Rogaine. Which, tar- <laughs> All right. which targets digestive health and includes uh, soluble fiber. And number three is the extra charged booster. So we assume these twenty percent more caffeine for coffee, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, the boosters are being tested now through June twenty first in Arizona, California, Connecticut, and Nevada, uh, in select shops and markets. So, so this is try it out. Preston for like the prebiotic. Yeah. For, the, for these, uh, these the coffee usually helps. <laughs> yeah, mostly with your yeah. That's why right. I would go yeah. for the antioxidant. I would totally do that. Okay. Yeah, I like it that. And then some people are like, I would never do extra caffeine. Are you oh, kidding me? 20% more caffeine? Nah. Well, I, wow. listen, if I'm doing, usually my Dunkin' run is most of the time. Uh, Mid afternoon or, or late afternoon. All right. So if I'm that's when you need your kick, and, and if I need an extra charge. So if I were to do this, I probably would go with the extra charge and antioxidant. Do you okay. do what I do? And I, I ask for extra fertility drugs on my munchkins. Oh. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I've but never glazed only. Done that, but maybe you can. Uh, I think this is actually potentially a winning concept here. We'll see if it takes off. Okay. Uh, here's another food thing from the connoisseur files. Heinz is teaming up with Pulpex to create a ketchup bottle made from paper. I don't like it. Steve's <laughs> <laughs> out. Because I try to keep, we, Claire and I made the decision that we just take newspaper, fold it over, and store our ketchup in it. Yeah. It seeps right through. That doesn't sound good. No, no. it doesn't. They can make tape for burritos. Yeah, they can't make a newspaper that'll hold mm-hmm. ketchup. Listen, if they're going to do this, obviously, it's going to be structurally sound enough to hold on to ketchup for a little while. And I'm okay with this because of, you know, environmental reasons and religion. <laughs> <laughs> no, Casey, I do agree with that. And here's something where it falls down, though, for me. I'm all on board with the notion of paper straws, except I can't stand paper straws. It's funny. I was just having I this discussion. I can't stand them. I, I, they don't bother me They at bother all. the F out of me. For some reason, when that paper, the cardboard touches my teeth, yeah. I get like a, a, a like a spasm in my back. Mm. I also, a like, spasm I, in my yes, back? Yes, I actually have evacuated into my shorts. Wow. I know that they bother people who will take time with their drinks, but a lot of times right. if I'm getting something that requires a straw... I'm sucking right through that. Yeah, uh, you're, Marissa, you're, you're just a major sucker. Marissa yeah. doesn't like the paper straws either because agree, she, she likes to sit there and mash her the fruit in her drink, right? Yeah. Uh, with it and it falls apart. Uh, the brand adds that the paper bottles will not affect. Oh, by the way, Heinz says it will make all its packaging recyclable, reusable, or compost uh, compostable by 2025. Uh, the brand adds that the paper bottles will not affect the taste of the ketchup. And the container is being developed so that it won't lower the product's longevity. The product will be made from wood pulp and will be made uh, would be made available alongside the existing glass and plastic bottles. So you'll have your choice. Right. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, listen, as far as paper straws are concerned, if you're get, going to a place, uh, you know, that requires there not only to be a, a, a straw, but also a lid that goes on top of your cup, why not just eliminate the straw altogether and just give you one of those lids that you get at, a, you know, a coffee shop, you know, right. where, you know, you just, you have like your little... a sippy cup. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I agree. I'm okay with that. Okay. You know what's happening when they're telling people to get their own straws when they're doing the big conversion? Is some people are getting like the um, like the uh, aluminum. And, and I have those. And yeah. they were poking their eyes out oh, with geez. them. because yeah, they're, 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 be careful. They're very resilient. We have so many reusable straws. That's what my, my oldest daughter pretty much exclusively drinks out of. Okay. I want a, I want a little case. Like like if you're a pool shark and you, you open it up and your various straws are in there. <laughs> All right. Here's another connoisseur story for you. 
Oreo will celebrate Pride Month next month by releasing an official retail Pride Pack in partnership with uh, PFLAG National. Uh, This is the third year that Oreo is teaming up with the organization. The Pride Pack is wrapped in colorful packaging, flanked with authentic words of love for the LGBTQ plus community sourced from real lifelong allies, according to the press release. Is the cream going to be colored? I, You know what? I, in that the past, seems to be the obvious. In the past, they have colored the, the wafers, the cookie part of it oh. before. Yeah, I've seen those in, yep. in rainbow colors. They got the white cream sitting right there. Kathy, I think they're missing a major thing. I think you're right. Give, give me, Spare me the packaging and, and color those, yeah. that cream. Yeah. They do uh, green for St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Yeah, so according to Freshly, the Oreos... Maybe that community doesn't matter that much to Oreo. Wait, the green cream? Because they have green yeah. cream. The mint Oreos are... So, so do the rainbow, do the rainbow flag in the, yeah. in the colors. Yeah. Uh, the Oreos inside are embossed with the word pride. Okay. So they're doing that. Uh, the limited edition Oreo pride oh, pack is cool. available for pre-sale online now. And we'll hit retail starting uh, May 18th. So I, uh, get that. My girlfriend, whom I love dearly, uh, took the Oreos out of our cookie drawer last week and because uh, she was working outside for the week which is fine you can take yeah. the, the you know they're, they're for both of us right uh but then she left the um half of the package in the car no for like four days and didn't bring it back in and i went i went looking for the oreos and they were just sitting in the car the well, whole time they're actually heated to perfection she should have brought them back in yeah they would have been perfect uh well, they, were they ruined well no i ate them still but like okay. they I mean, were sitting they, outside for yeah. four days yeah but uh don't you know he had uh, the tinder app up thank you <laughs> <laughs> looking Non Oreo stealer. Yeah. All right. Respects. Or, oh, okay, here, look. There we go. I guess they did do it. Oreo set, cre- uh, created limited edition rainbow cookies to celebrate. Okay. That was 2020. Yeah, so they were doing. They're doing a little bit different this year. They're they're pr- they're stamping pride on. I like this. It. I like this. It's more. expensive to do the the stamping the pride yeah, on there right? though. Yeah. Huh. I guess. Well, I don't know. They yeah, do, I, they should do both. I, I like this. I like the rainbow. Yeah, I do too. Um, how are we doing on time? We're good. All right, we got another one? Yeah. Yeah, because we have Piff coming up at 9, right? Okay. Uh, (laughs) I'm sorry. This is the way Casey looked at me and goes, Piff, yes. Yeah. All right, so uh, vegan products are, of course, getting more popular, but a study suggests that the label might backfire in certain cases. Specifically, researchers found consumers expect- when they use the word mother effer. No, they uh, consumers expected certain products with a vegan label to taste bad. Oh, so the study, so it's got a it's got a reputation. bad connotation. Yeah. yeah, so the study like Joan Jet focused on randomly vegan products or food products that are vegan by default rather than being formulated specifically for the vegan market. Ultimately, the results show the manufacturers might be making their products more appealing to vegans with their vegan labeling, but this risks losing customers who do eat animal products who might decide not to buy because of the vegan label. Okay. You know, it's a funny phenomenon. Uh, so Dave McGrogan, Harvest Restaurants, they 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 have, um, they've noticed that with Impossible Stuff, which you would figure would be an enticement to vegetarians and vegans, it, it actually gets purchased the most by people who are not, who are wanting to... Im- Enter that realm and right. eat, try to reduce the uh, eating of meat. For for those people, it's less of an inducement to yeah. buy that stuff. It's been my experience that vegan um, baked items, uh, because there's a coffee shop near my house that I'll go to. They have like some vegan, um, like uh, Oreos. No, not Oreos. Like coffee cakes and stuff like that. Oh, okay. They are far superior to any non-vegan. Uh, cake that I've had. It really, really good stuff. And then I also uh, 320 Produce has um, uh, cannolis, and I'm like, 
you know, whatever about cannolis. I, you know, I don't, I don't hate them. I don't love them. But they're vegan cannolis. You dig them? Far superior than any other cannoli I've ever had. Yeah, mm. it's worth trying these things out because sometimes you'll find something that tastes even better uh, than what you have. Yeah, regardless of where you stand, it just might taste better. And yeah. you guys uh, often, Preston, will have... Um, free-range cannolis. Not free-range cannolis. Uh, gluten-free. Gluten-free stuff, and that stuff is tasty. Yeah, uh, believe you it or not. To, you got to do a taste test on yeah. that. Sometimes not, it's not. not. Yeah. Sometimes not all, it's right. not. Not all it is, but I do like... Like the cookies and things uh-huh. that are gluten free, and I like the pretzels that are gluten free too. I was very surprised at that. You know, so. you know what I used to do? We, so we'd have people come to parties, and I get a you know caterer to do the the, the the food, and I'd have some vegetarian stuff. People would come, and people who were not vegetarian <laughs> would beeline for the vegetarian <laughs> stuff. I'm like, why? Why are you? This is for the people who eat nothing but that. You yeah. know, it's just kind of our inclination to do that. So, but the uh, consumers uh, uh, who are not vegan, who see the vegan uh, label, uh, automatically judge that it's not going to taste very good. All right. So that's something that they're trying to work on. All right, one more. One yeah. more. One more. Do a local one. Old City District announced the return of Old City Eats. Ah. The summer-long happy hour program returns after the pandemic break each and every Thursday from 4 to 7 p.m., Look for discounted bites, seasonal cocktails, and cold beers at more than two dozen restaurants, bars, and eateries. Uh, They're kicking off with a block party next Thursday. Uh, And 2nd Street will be closed down at uh, Market Old City as restaurants uh, head outside to serve up signature sips and tasty bites out (laughs) on the street under the blue sky. This is definitely a Marissa thing, right? Um, Possibly, yes. Uh, The street will also come alive with live entertainment, bands, and even outdoor Dueling piano performances. Uh-huh. I wonder if intern Mary, old intern Mary, uh, she was, she was the, great. The dueling piano thing. No, I don't remember that. At that bar on 15th yeah. Street. Mm. Uh, hold on, Marissa. You're going to have to. Is it Coyote something or the other? Howl at the Moon. Howl at the Moon. Oh, All right. Okay. She was funny, man. Mary. She was yeah. hilarious. Oh, the redhead? The redhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tall redhead. Yeah. Kind of, kind of goofy. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Yep. Uh, so, anyhow, don't know if that'll be them or not. But. Uh, participating restaurants this year are a who's who. I'm reading the press release. No, you got it. A who's who of the Philly food scene, including uh, Jose Garces. Who's there? Uh, and <laughs> uh, newly renovated uh, Positano Coast. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cuba Libre and Rumbar, Kyber Pass Pub, uh, Lucha Cartel, uh, National Mechanics, Nick's Bar and Grill. Nick, you have a bar and grill? Yeah, well, I didn't want to tell you guys. Congratulations. Plowing the Stars, Sassafras, and 12 New Old City Eats participants as well. So cool. pretty cool. Yeah, I like uh, Positano Coast. It's a cool place to go if you're going to go to any of those movie theaters like the Ritz Bors or Ritz Five or whatever. Yeah, it's right there. Uh, yeah, good place to grab a drink. And, I've yeah. never been in there. But didn't we know- have a function there? Yeah, we uh, did. Mark. We had our holiday party. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, I didn't know they Let's- had renovated, though. <laughs> Was right. I there? We didn't go to that. Probably not. Probably no. not. It, was it was like in a... the city on like a Tuesday at oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 7 o'clock. No, 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 no. Not press. <laughs> I wasn't there. You were there. Not press. No, thanks. Press say no. <laughs> press say no. <laughs> press be tight tight. Cyan a long time. Press say no. Mm-hmm. Me and Nell were hanging out. Yuppie tata. We were listening to David Bowie and Queen. Bowie. <laughs> 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 All right. Uh, do we have to wrap it up? We do. We got to wrap it up. But, yes, but, sir. but. Wait a minute. Wait, what? Wait, what? Or are we doing this at some point? You have to. I completely forgot we about this. To. Okay. Uh, the Keenan's cut the line thing. Oh, oh yeah. Apologize. No, don't apologize. It's all good. Uh, be listening. I just saw a dragon walk into the uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, into right. the uh, um, 
Acme Lounge. I apologize. It's a, it threw me off guard for a second. Uh, so anyhow, um, yeah, so here's what we're going to do. Uh, listen for a clip from one of our Keenan's live broadcasts. When you hear that, be the 27th caller, and then you will get a cut-the-line pass, and you will get your own table, which is your prime real estate at uh, the event, and we'll give you a bucket of Coors Light at, for the bar and a case of Coors Light for your beach house. And you can also uh, have another chance when uh, click Keenan's event page at WMMR.com. You can upload a photo from one of our previous Keenan's events to have. To get you excited about this, our office is filling up with all sorts of things that we're coming, uh, that- bringing with us to Keenan's. <laughs> there are a number of contests that we've never tried before. All this crazy stuff is going to go on. You want to be there. And then to have your own real estate that you will not lose. Yep. That's going to be great. So listen for that. It's going to be coming up at some point. But right now, I'll take caller number 11, and I will give you a $50 gift card and a movie four-pack as well. The gift card is for Tina's Tacos in Fishtown in Burlington. And the uh, movie passes are for the Bob's Burgers movie. Mm. Uh, get your buns to theaters for Mystery and Mayhem with the Belchers. Before you do so, stop by Tina's Tacos. Other uh, weekly happy hour specials include discounts on Linda's Liquor and Bob's Beer. The Bob's Burgers movie is only in theaters May 27th. Connor, did I give a number caller yet? Caller number 12. Yay! <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. We'll see if you can get the prize. We'll be back in a moment. Piff the Magic Dragon in our studio when we return. Stay put. Hey, it's Steve. It's been over two years since we had a live performance in the Preston and Steve studio. This week, that changed. We welcomed The Warning, a rockin' trio of sisters from Mexico, and damn, did they blow us away. Check out our conversation with the band and this historical performance at PrestonandSteve.com. One more time, can I get a hey? Hey! Hey! We are excited to welcome our next guests into the studio. They will be performing at the Keswick Theater tonight at 8 o'clock. This is wild that our next guest has his own theater yes. in Las Vegas. It is the Piff the Magic Dragon Theater, over 250 shows a year. Hardworking individual, Absolutely. hardworking couple here. Please welcome Piff the Magic Dragon yeah. and Jade Simone. Yeah. Thanks for having us, guys. Great to have you. We've we've met you, Piff. You've been here before, Jade. Our first time meeting you. Welcome yes, to Philadelphia. Yes, I think last time I um, was asleep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> pretty much. Yeah. I was. I was like, no, I'm out. I'm molting all over your studio. So well, you're I in full you. costume. You're yeah. both in full costume. I see. Piff yeah. would never not be. You, you can't full sh- costume. Yes. I'm a genuine mythical creature, Steve. <laughs> I know. I, I just realized as I was saying that I'm a naked dragon. But uh, but uh, do you have the ability during a heat wave? To remove your, uh, if one, were, if a dragon this? were to I'm walk around, to leave. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, so the you had been in Vegas for the longest time, right? Yeah, and, and so this is now your. Uh, is your home base now this theater of yours where you're doing most of these shows? Yeah, we uh, we live in Vegas. We spend most of our lives at the Flamingo Hotel and Casino. Right. We uh, we actually just left the Piff the Magic Dragon Theater to expand. To the uh, Flamingo Showroom, formerly the Donnie Marie Theatre. Is that right? We've taken over. We've taken over from Donnie and Marie. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Donnie and Marie used to... Do- That's a, quite an honor. Is, was oh, there yeah. Any sort They're of legends. A, is there a plaque or anything that commemorates the Donnie Marie Theatre? Absolutely. Yeah? Yeah. I'm in Marie's dressing room. I've got my own steam shower. <laughs> wow. It's amazing. I believe that. I believe you have your own steam shower. That's, yeah. That must be a wonderful perk. 
It is. This suits dry clean only, though. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask you, Piff. Yeah. Rumor is, because I know that you uh, you are, are, are good friends with Penn and Teller. Have you worked with Penn and Teller on designing some of their uh, their illusions? And yeah, their... I'm the bad idea guy. <laughs> you know, you always need someone in the room who has the bad idea first, right? Yeah. And then, so then your idea doesn't look as bad. Okay, that's my job to come up with the worst idea of all time. Right. So then, Penn and Teller can feel free to uh, suggest whatever they want. It's it's pretty it's pretty wild it, the kind of things that you do and when we've had um, you know other other people in your line of work both of your line of work uh, that that whole process fascinates us because there's you know what what would you say is the necessary skill to have in your in your Swiss Army knife of skills to design a great stage what do you call them gag uh, illusion uh, lack of moral courage <laughs> I don't know what do you I was lack of say mo- tears tears it's yeah. is that painful Into a, like a little baby thimble <laughs> wow wow <laughs> how did you two uh, how did you become part of the show Jade how did you hook up with uh, with Piff. I was asleep one day. I woke up and realized my life has just totally changed. Now, um, we were actually on a one-off show in Las Vegas, and I was the female stand-up comic, and this was the Magic Dragon, and it was just kind of fate. I was the insane Carol Burnett, Lucille Ball type of uh, comedian showgirl and then the dragon's like that looks kind of cool you want to join and then next thing you know eight years later we're still liking each other wow. that's yeah. it's pretty amazing yeah, yeah because I you chatted her up with the donut yes <laughs> that was there's it. a lot more to that story but we're gonna <laughs> leave it alone <laughs> uh to be doing a theater because last time you were here you were uh when you were in it many years ago. Yeah, I was in the back of a van right, doing right, yeah. shows mm-hmm. to individuals. But to do the Keswick is is, is very cool. So what, what can people expect of this iteration of the, the Piff legend? Of the Piff legend? Yeah. I like it, Steve. Yeah. Now we're on I track. redeem myself. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, perfect. Uh, well, it's me and Puddle's Pity Party. <laughs> Who is a nine-foot clown who sings? Right. We're and doing we're doing half the show each. I'm doing I'm I'm doing the first half, and uh, if you like grumpy dragons doing magic with tiny dogs, have we got the show for you? <laughs> well, I think there's no. But now we now we are familiar with uh, yeah. with puddles a pity party. Yeah, we have a little clip here. Yeah. This was that we played this years ago, I guess. When this started from this tropic port aboard this tiny ship. The mate was a mighty sailing lad, the skipper brave and sure. Five passengers set sail that day for a three-hour tour. Stairway to Gilligan. Yeah. <laughs> Something along those lines. And this but is that's, him? That's, uh, that's yeah. Puddle's pity party saying? That is. That is that's, it's not me. Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's yeah. certainly not me. I do not have the voice of an angel. We have a grumpy magic dragon, a voice of an angel, and an insane showgirl that does high kicks, jump splits, and picks up the dog's poop. You know, wow. <laughs> yeah. I was reading the book, Cassandra Peterson, who uh, Elvira. And and her her about her life, you know, working in Vegas and working that whole thing, and that scene is just unlike any other, um, you know, because it becomes it's your it's your life, it's your residence, it's, it, everything is is there, um, and and the show Hacks, um, yeah, yeah. we've just you're kind of depicting that as well. Overall, is is it is it an awesome situation or we love it? We yeah. love living in yeah. Las Vegas. I mean, for a start, it's a desert. I'm a reptile, cold blooded. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that works. Second of all, we get to do the show five nights a week, 
And people come from all over the world to Vegas, so like our audience is a complete mix. Yeah, that's cool. Beautiful this time of year in the spring when the the bodies start popping up in Lake Mead. It's just (laughs) yeah, amazing. It's wonderful. Mm. What a time to go fishing. (laughs) Just don't drink the iced tea. Oh man. Uh, and so, uh, with with the tour, uh, you're you're going around the entire country, or are you hitting a few spots here and there. We're doing East Coast this leg, and then later on in the uh, year, we're going to do some Texas dates, some uh, Midwest dates, and back on the East Coast. Okay. And how much of your is your act all magic? Because I've seen your stand up. I mean, your, uh, uh, your 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 magic, your your performances, or is it? A little bit of uh, conversation between you guys. How does it play out? No, a little bit of stand-up, but mostly magic. All okay. new material for this. Tour. All new material. All okay. new material coming back to Philly. I am. I'm always fascinated by how how creative you have to be when it comes to making a new magic show. It's yeah. a nightmare. It's got to be right. <laughs> it's got to be. Yeah, a you got to think nightmare. of something and then. Think of something that can't be done, and then work out how to do it. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. That and then you sound have like to do it time. in front of people. Yeah. Right. Right. So you get to have them point and laugh at you for the first so many times. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, and then figure it out. So you guys, uh, you're doing this tour, Piff, and you were just in Hawaii for a few dates. Uh, do you get to enjoy Hawaii when you go there, or is it just work the whole time? Who are you getting this information from? Because <laughs> I was never in Hawaii. Your Instagram account says you were. What? Yeah. My Instagram account, which dragon are you oh. looking up? Piff the Magic Dragon? Says I was in Hawaii. Tour dates? No. Yeah. No. I, I was about to say I enjoyed that vacation. <laughs> Come on, Nick. Show, show Piff what you're looking at. Yeah. The fun size tour. You got uh, Fort Collins, Redwood, uh, Aspen, Colorado, Beaver Creek, Lincoln, Nebraska, Manhattan, Kansas, and then yeah. Hawaii, Kamalea. Honolulu? Oh, dude. None of that is real. Oh, this, you might, oh, this wait, might be wait, like Gallagher wait, wait, wanted. Uh, wait, wait, wait. What is it? That's 2021's tour. Oh! Instagram stories then. No, that's... Uh, do you remember COVID? It yeah, was this yeah. thing that happened. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah, that's 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 what happened to our Hawaii trip. Uh, really? Man. Yeah. yeah. You gotta get back now. So I'll I know. I want to go to Hawaii. Hawaii. question. Yeah. Well, no, yes. we don't get to see anything. <laughs> Nothing. I mean, we're lucky to see the inside of this studio yeah. right now. This, this is our vacation. So this <laughs> is this is like Hawaii for you. Yes, but this is, is, this, is this I not mean, Hawaii? You have I thought plans. this was Hawaii. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm the birds. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah we have to describe uh, Jade's yeah. outfit here because this it's like is... like a chicken exploded. <laughs> I'm telling you. <laughs> Yellow feathers everywhere, gold and sparkles, yeah. and... Um... That, that would be Swarovski. Oh. Ah. Yeah. Here, you want to touch it? What, I don't know yeah. what Swarovski is. What it's is it? Crystal. Crystal. Yeah, it's very high end that the dresser cries every time yeah. I get a new costume made. <laughs> uh, did you... Uh, you make this, or do you have to maintain it? I would imagine. Um, I try to maintain it. I have an amazing costume designer that is just brilliant. She's and got people to make yeah, things. For I've her. Yeah, I've got people yeah. now. Back yeah. back in the day, I yeah, you know, went Hobby Lobby, glued some stuff together. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I have an amazing costume designer that keeps me uh, looking good and uh, makes sure that he's in his skins. Yes, because yeah. we know that's your actual. That's that's not removable. That's Thank who you, you Steve. are. Yeah, yeah. it's yeah. glued on. Yeah. Uh, this is what you wake up to every day, <laughs> right? Yeah. And, and Piff, your dog. I've forgotten your dog's name. Mister Piffles. Mister Mr. Mr. Piffles is so. You forget. Sweet. I know. 
It is the most timid, sweet dog. Aww. Listen, he's you, the timid. Chihuahua. He's a killer. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a killer. Look at him; he's vicious. Yes. <laughs> Mr. Pimples is fourteen and a half years old now. Oh, oh God my goodness! Man. What, what breed is he? Chihuahua. Oh man, they live yeah. a while. They, they do. do. They do. Yeah. They do live. A Hang in there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I need you. Is Just there five it, more years? <laughs> is there an understudy for Mr. Piffles? Yeah, there are two, and both of them are terrible at magic. Yeah, uh, really. Well, yeah. One, one is uh, petrified of life, <laughs> and the other uh, started off as a um, tiny chihuahua, tiny three-pound chihuahua, and then rapidly became eleven pounds. Oh wow! And can no longer fit in the cannon. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> So, basically, they're just in charge of morale and security now. <laughs> that's it. You, yeah. have a, you have a chihuahua uh, attack dog team. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty wild. So, wow. the, so what, again, with, with the illusions and with the stuff you're doing and the tricks, is, is there, what, I don't want to give too much away because. Give right. it away, Steve. What, 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 is, what is your big finale? What is your, what is your big, what is your big sell that people say, oh, it's like, you know, you go to see Pat and Tell, you might know what they do at the end. You know, s- sell the sizzle. What's the big thing that they're going to see when they come to the Keswick and see you guys? Oh, my God. See, I, put, I, put I, like, I have that... nothing but comedy answers, so I'm going <laughs> to let him say I'm doing a trick that's never been done before. Never. Oh. Yeah. By me. By you. On <laughs> stage. By you. Uh, until this evening. On stage. All right. No, no, no. We're, do- we're doing a whole new range of, like, big tricks. Basically, if, you like, if you've ever seen anything that I've ever done, yes, then you're going to love this show. All yes. right. Uh, what, are, what are your favorite? Do you like the larger illusions, or right. do you prefer the the uh, closer uh, um, close up stuff, uh, the the uh, manipulations and things like that? Uh, I prefer. I've always preferred close up magic. Okay. So it, we have a camera on stage with us. So everyone can see the whole thing. Okay. And I use the word manipulation. What are some of the the magic uh, terms that that I've heard before? There there are standards uh, like manipulation and Science forcing, forcing. So, yeah. Yeah. The Palming the car. Palming. Okay. Yeah. These are all terms you picked up in Hawaii. Yeah. In yeah. Hawaii. Exactly. <laughs> Damn it. Yeah. You're never going to live that down, Nick. I know. Coming in so hot with your research. research and I blew it. <laughs> but I really hope you make it to Hawaii someday. Thank, Thank you. Thank Me you. too. It'd be yeah. so nice. Yeah. Well, so that's cool. And that's something that never used to exist. We've had a lot of... Hawaii? No. <laughs> Hawaii's been there for a while. Well, actually, there was a At time. At point, there yeah, was a time. There was a volcano yeah. underwater. And there's and a bunch of lava. We got it's that. the newest state. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> magic in general has been live stage theater uh, presentations with these cameras. Mm. was not something like in the days of like Blackstone and stuff like that. You would never have a guy get up on stage. No, and... it was just lots of people peering into the darkness. <laughs> right, exactly. Trying to figure out what was going on with those thimbles. <laughs> right, right. Well, it's cool. So, uh, so again, uh, who is, besides you, Pev, and I yeah. know since you're not human, I, I think I can ask this question. Yeah. Uh, who is, who is, are Penn and Teller the big Vegas magicians? Mm. Penn and Teller, David Copperfield. Copperfield's still doing Vegas? Still. Still doing 15 shows a week, son. Jesus. Wow. Yeah. What, a, what a work ethic. Oh 21 my. at peak times. He does 700 shows a year. Oh, my. Makes the rest of us look lazy. Are you, are you guys collaborative? Were you... Were yeah, you, I, did you a, think... I, did a, I did a thing with DC uh, last year, I think. Over the COVID time, we did a yeah. thing on uh, America's, America's Got Talent. America's Got Talent. Oh, there you go. We did okay. a little collaboration. Yeah. Wow. He's a legend. Jay, do you know any uh, illusions? You, are you a magician at all? 
Um, you know, I've learned what I need to learn. Put to it this do way: what if I Jade, if Jade isn't on the stage, the magic Things doesn't not happen. Happening. <laughs> yes. Really? Yes. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. It's a There's, there has been some major training from going from a professional dancer to wanting to do more stand-up to yeah. now all of a sudden this insane showgirl character who. Has learned magic. That's one yeah. thing we learned from Penn and Teller: four-handed magic. Four-handed magic. <laughs> wow, there's so a that's... lot going on. Okay. That's job security, though, right? Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, you know, if he gets in his grumpy mode, I just go, <laughs> bye. And, and, you yeah. know, I wave no show the hands. I wave the hands. He's like, no, it's Have all you, good. And do yeah. you actually do the the splits like you were talking about earlier? Oh yeah, do oh, them, Jade. Come Are you serious? Yeah, right do the now. jump splits. Okay. That's all right. You can do it over there. Jump split. Do it over there. You do realize I'm in press shoes. <laughs> yeah, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. See, this is what this is how this is what you all get right, on stage. Right. Jade, they want to see all the jump right. splits. Okay. I've got right. to see this. All right. All right. Um, this is a jump I don't know if our camera will pick this up. Jakey. Oh, she's stretching. Oh, she's stretching. She's stretching people. Okay, here we go. Okay. All right. All right. This is the corner. All right. Ladies and gentlemen, Miss Jade Simone. I come out. And it's like, woo, woo, woo. And she's doing all the crazy. And they're like, yes, I love you. And, oh, my. 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 Between you, between you guys, or any, any, anything during these these full stage the shows, the dog's been uh, impaired. <laughs> really? How <gasps> so? Well, sometimes, sometimes we used to do a lot of comedy clubs, right? And he used to eat all this food off the floor oh. of the comedy clubs, yes. and so he would um, refund it from both ends <laughs> during <laughs> the show stage. on so stage. That oh. is, that's where my injury comes in because it's emotional. <laughs> And yeah. mental, and then physically, I have to be the one in full showgirl on my hands and knees. Cleaning up. Cleaning it up with a bottle of Febreze as I'm apologizing <laughs> to the front row. Oh, I am like, I am no. so sorry. No. I am so sorry. At 14 years old, yeah. you, you can understand a, a weaker constitution there. Yeah. 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 But the crowd loves it, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah especially when like it happens that. to me when mm-hmm. I'm just holding them. It's like a 4D experience. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why it would behoove you to get front row seats if you can, right? Get the, yeah. get the yes. best seats you can afford. I mean, I'd go third row. <laughs> <laughs> Complete with smell-o-vision. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, Very cool. Well, listen, if you want to see uh, Piff and also Jade and Puddle's Pity Party... Uh, they are playing tonight at the Keswick Theater. Eight o'clock is when the show is, and you can get theater uh, tickets at keswicktheater.com, and you won't want to miss it. It's a full-blown show. You it, got it's, splits. It's, you got illusions. Crazy. You got From music. Las Vegas to Keswick. Yes, yeah. Las Vegas to Keswick, and we are doing an amazing VIP meet and greet, and I think we oh. have a few of those left. Excellent. So, yeah. So, very cool. Just yes. to get up close and see uh, just yeah. Mr. Piffles, uh, perhaps. Yeah, 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 that's right, Steve. Yeah, yeah. People <laughs> want to see the dog. Yeah, yeah. they just Well, yeah. I mean, what you just said is, an incredible explosion of a, of a potential yeah. gastric wonderment. So, yeah. You know, I just did the splits, right? Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 All right, but you didn't leave anything on the carpet. Uh, That's really what you know of. Oh, God. <laughs> Pip, it was great to see you, Jade. Wonderful Thank to meet you. you. Thank Thanks you for having me here. Pip the Magic Dragon, Jade Simone. Tonight at the Keswick, we're going to take a break. We'll be back in a moment. Uh, Paulie Shore will be here shortly. Yeah, he's there. He's oh, he's there. Excellent. Lounge. He's in the Acme Lounge. That. We'll be right back. Good. 
The Preston and Steve Show Podcast. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All is right in the world because Paulie Shore's back yeah. in Philadelphia, yeah. ladies I'm kind of like the Dave Chappelle of this this hour. <laughs> yes. yes. All built. You got 17 guests. <laughs> you know, 17 guests and then finally Chappelle at the end yeah because right. I was there that that night when he got tackled yeah when he got tackled it was literally I mean I've been around comedy since I was a kid yeah, yeah. so yeah. I seen everything this this show was amazing it was almost like a it's at the Hollywood Bowl yep. and it was almost like a full full moon and it just built I mean the the opening comic was I think Michelle Wolf. Okay. Or, 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 Les, or Leslie from uh, Saturday Night Live. Leslie Jones. Leslie Jones. It just built. And then Earthquake. And then Sebastian. And then uh, John Stewart. Then Chris Rock. Jeez, what a build. And then it just like, you know what I mean? It was 18,000 people and it was awesome. It was Netflix is a joke, right? So they yeah. had a big festival. Yeah. So did you hear what just happened with the dude who rushed the stage? Yeah, he tried he to beat up his roommate. He knifed his roommate. What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He attacked no. his roommate with a knife. Yeah. yeah. I didn't hear that. Yeah. yeah. So it's not they like probably he... tried to raise his rent. That's right. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, bro, come on. <laughs> so you brought up being, being raised around the, 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 yeah. the comedy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Mitchie Shore, the, the late great. Uh, um, all of these, all this time spent She's in still it. alive, by the way. She's sitting in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean the late great? I'm still here. What the hell's going on, Polly? Tell him. Come on. What, the no, incidents. It's cool. it's, what's cool about it at the comedy store now? Yeah. Even though she's not there, she's there. And it yes. just feels, it feels like her. So you can't that's why for it. me, it's very emotional mm-hmm. to be there. I moved to Vegas. That's why I saw Piff earlier. Yeah, yeah. I tried to say hi to him. He's like, oh, this guy. And he kept walking. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because I'm trying to take his showroom. You know what I mean? It's very, it's very aggressive out there with these showrooms. Got to be. You know, I'm thinking about Tanya Harding, uh, Carrot Top, to get into theater, bro. He's been there long enough. Yes, wow. he has. Yep. Yeah. yeah. But anyways. You can break his legs. You know what I mean? Just smash yeah. his kneecaps. Oh, you made Tanya Harding a verb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, he's uh, less buff now, though. By the yeah. way, he's he's slimmed down. I think you can yeah. take him. And the girl, she came in here and did the splits, hit the floor, the whole building shook. <laughs> I know. I felt the hell's going. I was wondering about the people below us. <laughs> what the hell's going on? She's very aggressive with that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I, yeah. Hey, so, did your mom build the comedy store from the ground up? Did she start it or take over at some point? No, my dad did. Your dad did, okay. Yeah, and yeah. then they and then they got a divorce, and then you know she always wanted to run the club, and he wanted to tell jokes. It's the so, yeah. it's the absolute heartbeat of comedy. Yeah, I mean, it's that home. is it's yeah. home for everyone. It's you incredible. Know? Yeah, it's home. What I mean, I so you, you talked about seeing them all. I mean, you 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 know from Sam Kennison to Robert Williams, every, all, all of the legends, yeah. uh, all the way straight through. But I mean, we talk about the Chappelle thing. Um, it seems Chappelle like... Chappelle is literally at, like, some godlike image. Yes. I mean, godlike. There's, like, it's, like, it's almost like there's Elon Musk and everyone else. Right, right, right. So it's the same thing with... And actually, Elon Musk was at the show. Oh, that was night? Was at the show and it, yeah. that, that night, and I was sitting literally right behind him, and Chris Rock did a really funny Elon Musk <laughs> joke, but I can't say it on the air because it's radio and, it, and you know, <laughs> we'll, we'll get closed down. Right. But uh, it, was, it was a pretty remarkable night, but... What was crazy is I Dave gave me like front row seats, like I had really good seats there, wow, wow. and I was sitting next to this comedian named Tehran, and I have a pee problem. Okay, so I had to like get up to pee at the end, and at, that's the moment that the crazy guy jumped oh. over and sat in my seat, no. and then jumped on the stage. So I think I'm the reason oh my God. why this whole thing happened. So Dave should cut me in on some of the cash because the next night. Dave was in the belly room, basically did a whole 45 minutes. 
Whoa. on I'm what happened. Attacked. It was genius, dude. So the dude who, yeah. who ran up on stage jumped into your yeah, seat before he did that. Yeah, because I have a pee problem. All right, like okay. a prostate Wait. thing? Yeah, pee yeah. problem. Yeah. You know okay. where you have to pee? I might have to pee in a second. But, <laughs> okay. but I got a catheter, so I'm good. I'm just peeing right now. Okay. Yeah. So you have, to, you have to go to the bathroom all the time? Not anymore. I got the surgery. What was the Last surgery? Week. It's called resume. So it makes you resume how you pee again. That's okay. pretty much it, yeah. It was crazy because uh, I don't know. I just, you know, I, you know, guys, when they get 50, it's, they, they pee a lot. Yes. So um, I, I took a, 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 a prescription called Flomax. Yeah. yeah, yeah which yeah, was yeah. endorsed by Joe Theismann. I'm like, the guy's dead. Why is he? Why is this guy? I don't want this. But I took that for a while. And there's three different levels of piss operations. Okay. There's the one, I forgot the name. Then the second one is the resume, and the third is terp. You don't want the terp. <laughs> What's the terp? <laughs> the terp is when they steam it and staple it and do all this stuff. Oh, oh man. My God. So I went with the... I, also, I have a gay urologist. His name's Henry Kim out in... Out in uh, right. I mean, that's a great gig, right? Yeah. yeah. Gay to be a urologist. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so he's like, let me see your penis. I'm like, dude. He goes, I'm your urologist. I'm like, oh. He's like, ooh, yeah, ooh. No, so so it was an interesting procedure. I won't make this long because I don't know. I know my time is sensitive on no, this, you, you this could, channel. Were you, un, were you under? Did, or is it yes. local? Or what did yeah, they, they Yeah, they, they put you under, and it's a 15-minute procedure. They basically stick a, a, a catheter through your penis, wow. and it goes all the way through your bladder. Right. And then they, they inject this serum, and it pumps up this bubble. So, so, then, so, then, so then the bubble... Yeah, there it is. So then the bubble... We're looking at an animation, okay? It's so just basically, give you, more you have room? a pee bag. You have a pee bag for a week. Oh. They steam your prostate. So, like, in about three weeks to a month, I should not be peeing. You know, I, it's just called emptying your bladder. Right, right, right. Because a lot of times, guys, guys will go, you'll go pee in the middle of the night, yeah. and then you'll lie down, you Sucks. go, wait a minute, there's still more pee left. Right. So, it basically, you, you get up, you know, three or four times, and I just... You know, I don't want to live that way. So no, I so I had, I had prostate cancer in 2014, oh, and so wow. they took they took the the prostate out and everything. I, I can I have it? You can <laughs> take it out. You have an extra one. I can put it in my ear. Yeah. And we can bring it with Piff and the dog. It'll be great. And we can smash it down on the floor with that babe. But right after that, yeah. right after that, I was peeing one night, one time a night, where I was doing it like seven or eight times. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's like you can't even get a good night's sleep because yeah. you're, you're you're. And the worst is because I always get like a a, a, win, a a window seat on the airplanes, mm. oh, dude. So like, dude, like yeah. you know, when I would travel and I fly coach because I'm cheap. And um, so I would always have to hop over people. I'm like, Jesus Christ, dude, seven times? I'm like, sorry, bro. I have yeah. to pee, man. Let me through. That's you why know? I do. I Not do, anymore. Just for the hell of it, I just do the aisle because it gives you, first off, one leg can extend that a little further, which yeah. is good. And second off, if you do have to Get go it. to the bathroom. To trip the babes yeah, to when they trip come the by. Babes, yeah. Um, so you're in Vegas, right? You're talking yeah, about- I'm in Vegas. Right. I work on Fremont Street. There's a big difference. Okay. So yeah, these guys they oh, have yeah. big theaters. Right. You know me, I'm on Fremont Street. What you know, pop, 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 Vegas, pop right? blocking. Yeah, downtown right. pop blocking for quarters. <laughs> I had this little black midget with no arms and no legs, and he's got his boombox right next to me. <laughs> wow. And we just pop lock, dude. All right. You know, I got my strawberry daiquiris. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, I like Fremont Street because those are my people. You know. Fremont used to be Vegas. That yeah. was, but they did. Now do... it's just for the crazies. Is yeah. That where you can zip line. Do you yeah. 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 Okay. yeah. 
And it's got yeah. that laser light yeah. show over yeah, the... The, uh, the ceiling lights. Yeah. 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 I'm going to see you pop lock while you're zip lining down. I'm here. not doing that here, bro. She already... I can't follow her. <laughs> it's a jumping split. I've seen their show. It's a great show. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so do I see rumblings that Bud and Doyle might have... More life yeah. left in them, a bio two possibly. Yeah, bio it was an interesting Zoom um, about I don't know two, three, three days ago with the producers from the original, and then me and Stephen Baldwin, and yeah, they're seriously talking to Amazon, and uh, well, Amazon bought MGM. Yeah, so Amazon bought all their titles. So MGM was a biodome wow. film. Yeah. So so yeah, so it's really looks like it's happening. And the wow. story that this guy wrote. Because it's always about the story at the end of the day. I mean, everyone can sit around and go, let's do a sequel. But what's the story? Right. So, Bud and Doyle go to Mars. <laughs> so, Elon Musk, Elon Musk and Jeff Bezos. Well, yeah, because they've already, got, they've already actually, lived in that atmosphere. Yeah, this yeah. guy, Peter, his, the writer's name is Peter Hoare, believe it or not. <laughs> Peter Hoare. Yeah, Peter Hoare. <laughs> and uh, he's a great writer. He's writing for something something from Michael Rappaport right now. And he's okay. just uh, very talented, very talented. And he just knocked it out. Would you have idea. Uh, yeah, so. any of the other cast like Kylie Minogue or uh, I don't know. I yeah. mean, I, I guess I assume there'll, there'll be some, um, you know. But I think it's such a, it's such a, you know, it, 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 it um, it's early. Sorry, it just kind of it lit not it, it makes itself? it current. Oh, okay. Well, it, you know, they just did Mars. Bill and Ted's, you know, and that was that actually worked very, very well. So th- this is of that that time. This will hopefully be better than Bill and Ted's <laughs> sequel. Yes, I yeah. think it's funny that Stephen Baldwin is Justin Bieber's father-in-law. I th- there's something about <laughs> yeah. that whole combination that just... Uh, are you still buddies with Stephen? Yeah, I talk to him all the time. Yeah, yeah. yeah he's great. Yeah. Maybe you could get Justin to do a cameo. Yeah, Ooh. we could. Well, what about Encino Man 2 we've that's heard That's happening, well. too. Wow. Yeah, that's all... That's all coming back. Everyone's realizing, like, wait a minute, those Polly Shore movies actually weren't that bad. <laughs> yeah. You know, well, thanks, guys. Thirty years later, whoever said they were bad, I, I well, enjoyed the critics, all of them. If you read the uh, critics, you know what I, I mean. They, they, they thrashed me pretty, pretty bad. I tell you what, what happens is, and this is that, like, if you even look at like Quentin Tarantino and all the people that he loved that he he was enamored of, ended up in the movies, and now you have to be on the radar of a lot of these guys yeah. who are in positions of power who loved Encino Man and Biodome. And, and, and son-in-law, and I son-in-law. loved son-in-law. Yeah. Tiffany Amber say love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the movies, the movies that I made, I put, always put uh, everything I do. I always put my heart into it, and I think my heart, you can tell, and I think that's why right. you know, twenty, thirty years later, the films, you know, still hold up because people can tell I really care. You know, I care. I don't phone it in. Yeah. How, how long did Totally Polly run? On, um, on MTV because like I was a huge fan of that. Yeah, six that years. Long? I'm actually trying to bring that back too. Really? Yeah. So okay. if your callers want to hit up MTV, <laughs> who's you know, just be like, because because I've been doing a lot of MTV stuff. Right. right. I do uh, I do the ridiculousness all the time. Yeah. Okay. With Rob Rob Deirdrick, he's always doing that. So they're always calling me up to do that. MTV Cribs called me uh, two weeks ago. They want to do my crib. So I'm going, yo, let's bring back Totally Polly. Yeah. But we call it Totally Crusty now. Oh. <laughs> Totally, totally crusty, crusty right. bro. <laughs> yes. Is that Isn't the that name? the name of your band? Yeah, the Crusties. The Crusties, okay. Yeah, the Crusties, yeah. I got a band, too. We're, yeah, we're going to, we're you know, we're running around Vegas, too, yeah. You okay. know what the thing is? You sit right in the center of pop culture of that of that time. And, Preston, we were talking about this. I mean, you were everywhere. I mean, yeah. you would be, you had maximum cred with the musicians mm-hmm. because of the MTV. But on the comedy side, too, you were with the Sam Kennons and the uh, Sam Kinnisons and the other people that we were mentioning. So that alone, I mean, you've done sort of biography stuff, but 
everyone's revisiting that. There's a whole mm-hmm. series on now about the creation. It's, it's before that. Is this like, the, is this the the call? Is this a series called Our Father with the insemination <laughs> with the semen? Right. <laughs> but I mean, you could be you could be the focus of this whole research. Think, <laughs> Preston, didn't you just tell someone me to wants that? me to play him? Like if they do a real movie, yeah. <clears throat> well, you know the story on Netflix. <clears throat> it's about a guy that uh, it's called our father. Just yeah. to make it quick, he basically. I saw. Yeah. was talking about it. Yeah. yeah, he basically. Well, you can tell him that. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm. I'm I loved it. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting. So yeah. basically, it, he never put you know the semen that the woman requested. He yeah. put his semen. Right. So it's in a small town in Indiana. So 30 years later, everyone looks the same, and now everyone's dating and married. So it's total yeah. inbreeders. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, like but I want to play people. him if they ever do a movie. <laughs> yes. Yo, babe. Here, yeah. This is. Steve Seaman, here you go, babe. Open your legs for me. Here we go. Oh, no. Would that be funny? Well, how- you do it a comedy version. <laughs> that would be a better version. But, dude, that's hilarious. And then we cut to, you know, yeah. 30 years later, and everyone's walking around. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I think it's great. Well, you were very active in the height of your, uh, you know, career, right? I mean, you you were you were the, you were the it guy for a I while. I was spinning all the plates at the same time. Yeah, and I was in my twenties. Yeah. Did you, you you sowed the proverbial oats? I assume with a lot of spreading your seed all over the place. <laughs> I would know, I'm sure, right? Yeah. <laughs> no. I'm sure. No, I mean, you so have, I don't have kids, yeah. Yeah, okay. So you're good. You, yeah. you went to the uh the, I remember seeing you uh you were a Playboy Mansion guy and they, there was that I was just watching that I'm series. not in the Jeffrey Epstein no. special. <laughs> this is about China. People are like, "Why don't you watch that? I'm scared to see me in the background." <laughs> That's the last thing you need. Yeah. What was, was that like? Wait, I'm in the back, you know, with the, you know, with the bean dip with with, with Donald Trump. <laughs> wait, is that the Polish? Thank God I never went to the Jeffrey Epstein Island. Jesus Christ! Oh I mean, just being invited to the island, you're all of a sudden, you know. Yeah. I right. never, I never, I never knew that guy. Good. But, uh, yeah, I never knew that. That's guy. That's a good thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What was it like? What was the half thing like the at the time? The half thing was cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was a. It was uh, an honor. Really. Yeah. yeah. You know, because it was like, you know, the history at the time, 70s, 80s, 90s, Playboy, Huge. you know, there was, you know, cheesy celebrities. Yeah. I was one of them. And, <laughs> and you know, Bill Maher was there all the time. You had Lorenzo Lamas there all the time. You had Alan Thicke there. Wow. You had, um, I was there before the whole Bill Cosby thing. Yeah. You know, after the <clears throat> Bill Cosby thing, because I think he was there in the 70s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Are but you? I was like in the, the 90s and, yeah. Are you surprised that you survived the 90s? You know, I mean, with this, as hard as everybody was going back then, partying I, you hard. You know what? I, I never went that hard. Really? You no. Know? Okay. You, you couldn't have had the career you had because no. you were everywhere I and never, do that. I mean, you no, saw... Because, because I, I grew up, you know, because I hear so many stories. Who did I hear? Okay, Ron Rice just died. Right. You know who Ron Rice no. is? I don't know. He, no. he was the owner and creator of Hawaiian Tropics. Okay. The tr- Hawaiian Tropic Contest down in Daytona Oh, Beach. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, yeah. you had Fabio there. You, it was just like this big, it was a big deal. Like, the Hawaiian Tropics was like kind of like, a, <clears throat> it was the Daytona Beach version of the Playboy Mansion. Right, right? yeah. So, like, I'm surpri- I won't be surprised if Donald Trump doesn't go to the Hawaiian Tropic f- uh, 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 funeral of Ron Rice. Yeah, that's how big he was. was. Yeah, I don't know where, what I was going with this. No, uh, you, 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 you survived. Hard. He survived. Yeah, what I was saying is that um, I grew up at the comedy store. My dad was an alcoholic. Yeah. You know, I saw a bunch of drug addicts around me everywhere. 
So I learn what not to do by watching these guys. Also, financially, I I saved my money too. Okay. So I learned what not to do with mm. that as well. So mm. I made right when I started making money, I saved my money and I bought homes and and I still own them. So smart. So I I just it was a great. So pe- what my point that I'm trying to say is you always hear about people that grew up in a in a crappy environment that turned out to be junkies. Right, right. Well, yeah. That's not the environment. That's your choice. Right. You know what I mean? I think it's better if you learn what not to do through your parents or through the people around your parents. And then there I had that and then I was just fortunate not to have that um that gene in me where I have to have more than two glasses of wine. Okay. Yeah, you know what I'll I mean, what, like, like Johnny you, Depp. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, like, dude, just have two glasses of wine, bro. You yeah. don't need to drink six bottles. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean, totally. Yeah, and, and Johnny Depp and that whole thing—that's really sad to me. You know that it's just out on display, yeah. yeah, out on display for everyone, and it's just kind of like it just makes you it's, feel kind of right. It's you know, so bizarre. Like I still don't understand cool. it. No. Do you know what you know, blows my mind is that it, they've done it. They've done the trial. They had the outcome. Yeah. If you just let it breathe, most people would have forgotten everything from that. Correct. And they re, you know, they stirred it up again. And now it's on TV. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have you ever it every day? It's, been it's with on a, YouTube. I mean, you can well, stream it's, it. It's you know on 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 both their defenses. Yeah. Both their careers are screwed up right now. Right. So financially, you know, Johnny's Johnny's used to running pretty hard financially you know making movies and making all this money and and i assume with her too yeah so you know because of this 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 uh this publicity on both of them it's just it's tarnished them and it's made them uh, them not appealing to the hollywood executives and stuff like that so i assume they're doing it so when this thing is over they have some sort of cash but paul you don't think in time because it seems like if you do you, you, enough time goes by, and you know Hollywood far better than, than do we, but uh, that you do your mea culpa, you do the cover of People magazine, a life in transition or whatever the hell is, and then you, you, you're you forgiven and get back up and running. Correct. Uh, do, do you think, were they too impatient? Or if they let it, if they had let it breathe a little bit longer, they could have gotten... I, I, I don't live in their bodies, and yeah. I don't live in their life, so yeah. I, have, I can't answer that. So right. I don't know how gnarly it was for them. Right, Or how right. gnarly it is for them. It's crazy, man. Yeah, it's it's, um, it's just wild to see this stuff brought back up again, and 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 with more focus on it than the first time. Yeah. Uh, if you're just jumping in, uh, Paulie Shore is performing at uh, Punchline tonight and Saturday. There's two shows each and night. I'll also, be pop locking in front of the Piff Theater <laughs> at midnight. Now, this isn't this isn't your one man show, right? This is different. No, this, this is no, just straight stand. Straight stand. Yeah. What's the one man show? The one man show's pretty cool. So it's um, everyone always asks about my childhood. Yeah. So to respond to that, I'm like, okay, I'll do a one man show about my childhood. So it's called Stick with the Dancing, because that's what my mom said to me after she saw me perform. <laughs> oh no! Because <laughs> oh, no. I went on you stage when I first started doing stand up. I was 17 years old, and I stayed away from the comedy store because it's Mitzi's son, you know. Yeah. So I worked other places, and then finally it became time for me to go in front of her, and she's sitting there with Louis Anderson and Paul Mooney. You know, you know, she's like, who's next? And Paul Mooney's like, oh, Paulie's next. She's like, oh, get me a cigarette. <laughs> you know? And then I, I did my show. I did my jokes. And there were, you know, there were other, there were jokes that other comedians wrote for me, you know? And then I ended with pop locking. Okay. Yeah, yeah. 
image. I How do I do? Dance. Stick with the dancing. <laughs> so it's, it's pretty much like, you know, the people that do still know me, they know me from the movies and MTV and that time, but they don't know the childhood. Mm-hmm. So it's all the stories leading up to it before I made it. So do- it's called Stick with the Dancing. And I just did it in New York, did it in L.A., I'm doing it in Vegas, and I'm just kind of, it's almost like Mike Tyson's Undisputed Truth. Mm. Right. So if you saw that, which was, I was very inspired by it. Spike Lee directed yeah, that. Yeah, it was a great one-man show. So I'm trying to do, like, I guess the com- more comedic version of that. Any plans to to commit that to uh, to, to film or, or, or do like Yeah, we have a, a deal with a, a production company called Radical Media. Yeah. Who does a lot of, lot of productions out in L.A., and then Mike Binder is going to direct it. So, um, yeah, we're... You know, so we'll put that out. So yeah, you I'd love to see I also that. Just, I just came out in the voice of Pinocchio. We saw that. This yeah, is so a big meme. Cool. This is huge. This thing, they, like the yeah. you are, uh, and people are loving you, hearing you yeah. as Pinocchio. Yeah. Are you surprised at how much it's taken off? Because people absolutely are... not. I'm a superstar. <laughs> 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 they're grabbing clips though, and they're, no. they're popping no, up on t- um, when TikTok. You, I just did it. I dove into it. I cre- I created this character, and then you know it went viral and. And people enjoyed it, and um, I'm happy that people enjoyed it, and people enjoyed it. You yeah, know? yeah. So, you know, did you like doing that animated stuff? Yeah. yeah, I like doing everything. Yeah, and Tom Kenny uh, is on that as well. He plays Geppetto. Were you guys ever in the studio together? We were never in the studio. Oh, that sucks. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but it was cool. You know, I mean, uh, I, I, it was it's the yassification of Pinocchio. <laughs> yeah. So it's cool. So I think you know it, the next Pinocchio two that I do, we should make him trans. <laughs> I think it would be good have him have him have a little wooden PP and a wooden yeah. vagina. Mix it up. You get it all oh, good. That both of them. Yeah. 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 Well, it's which wood. one grows? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> vagina gets huge. Yeah, yeah. So, um, no, that was cool. Wow. And then uh, I just told a lie. You can tell by the echo. Wow. <laughs> uh, so back in Philly, it's been. Our our date say 2018 was the last wow. time that you okay, were so here. So that's what four or five years. Ago. Yeah, that's right after my mom passed, huh? Or was it right before? Was I think it was before. right before. Yeah. yeah. What was the actual date? August 17th, 2018. So she passed May uh, April 11th. Okay. okay. When were so you doing? Right after. Yeah, it was after. You were doing mining mining the store. That was in. Man, that was uh, 2005. Reality show. Oh, wait, no, 2005. Yeah. Right. 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 Do you like doing that, quote-unquote, I mean, reality stuff? or I mean, because you, your life, I think, would lend itself to it. I just like doing whatever it is that I'm doing. Okay. So, it's you know, at that time, that made sense. And you know what I mean? People always ask me what my favorite movie it, my favorite movie was, and I always tell them the same thing. It's whatever movie I was doing at that time. Mm. So, like, Encino Man worked really well right off of MTV. You know, and then yeah. I did Guest House a couple of years ago. That worked good, too, because that was a little gnarlier. And, um, and you know, that did well for me. And yeah. Totally Polly had elements of, of reality. Every television yeah, yeah. was, you know, yes. someone was just following you around doing yeah. stuff. And Son-in-Law came from an episode of one of those, right? Yes, it kind of did, yeah. Because I was very um, uh, organically developed on the Sunset Strip, West Hollywood, Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And then we took Fish Out of Water, and you brought that character into the the Midwest and into the farms, and yeah. and that made sense. And it was just a really good kind of structured uh, film, yeah. and it's simple. I loved it. You know, simple. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's interesting talking to you today because we've had you on many times, but. Uh I, I never realized how deliberate your whole career has been uh, and how uh, because you the, you sort of portray yourself as like, ah, you know, 
Uh, well, I try to come across funny. Well, yeah. no, you are you are funny, but I mean, like I try, you know, I try to no, but that's a, it's an interesting point because I I'm like you guys. I watch social media all the time. Yeah, yeah. And everyone is like serious and this and that. And then I saw this clip from Pee Wee Herman, and I'm like, this is hilarious. And I'm like, that's how I want to come across. Yeah. I always want to just be funny because <laughs> all the everyone's else, you know, doing motivational things. I love when these girls with the fake boobs that are. <laughs> 300 cc's <laughs> they, they they crop their the, they crop the video right below their boobs and they're trying to give like advice about life right <laughs> meanwhile their boobs are like taking up half the screen yep and yeah. i'm just like and but they're serious yeah and, yeah. and i'm like this is nuts no no sorry all right well listen paulie it is great to see no, you no, sir no 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 no, no. i'm no. not leaving you we're not leaving that's it right. you, guys to leave. it's it. you guys leave i'm gonna take over the station me and the piff dog we're gonna come back here mr mr piffles mr no, but uh, all seriousness, uh, you guys are uh, uh, iconic here, yeah. and um, thank you for having me, and I'm glad you guys are still here. Thank you. Because of what's going on in the world. Oh, thanks. You we know how everything has shifted, yep. and it's cool, so hopefully you guys will be here another 30 years. Yeah. yeah. Well, we just resigned. So you got to yeah. get a piss bag, though. <laughs> yes, she's going to need one of those. I won't take care of it. Nice. Uh, at uh, Punchline, tonight, tomorrow, 7.30, 9.45. Don't miss your chance to see Pauly Shore. Thank you for being here, Yeah, Pauly. peace out. Pauly Shore, guys. Yeah. Outstanding. All right. Uh, we are going to take a break. I'm giving away one yeah, of these. Yeah, yeah, we got to give those. Uh, Bob's Burgers. I have, uh, we have a screening of this and the $50 gift certificate. Tina's Tacos will take the next three callers at 215-263-WMMR and set you up. And I'll tell you more about Tina's Tacos when we get back because they're freaking awesome. We will return shortly. Stay with us. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. The most hated jeweler in America makes it so easy to get engaged. Meet the beautiful, classy, and brilliant Krista. She's Stephen's most loved engagement ring and will dazzle. She takes the stress and guesswork out of finding the perfect ring. A bright white, high-quality, round, brilliant diamond in a classic solitaire setting. Meet Krista today, starting at under $700. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut by appointment only. Free shipping and interest-free financing. It's so easy. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's I hate Steven Singer.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Uh, 16 minutes after 10 o'clock, Preston and Steve Show. We've compacted some things together. We just had a great conversation with Paulie Shore. Yeah, a lot of fun. That was one of the best interviews we've had. We talked to Paulie many times throughout the years. That was a, a nice conversation with him. So it was really cool to have him by here. Uh, but in the meantime, I forgot to do the thing, Casey. Let me do the thing. <laughs> Beach? <laughs> <laughs> you, you gotta get this one. <laughs> yeah. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. All right, brought to you by uh-huh. Coors Light. The Preston and Steve show is heading back to Keenan's North Wildwood next Friday, May 27th, to officially open the Jersey Shore. Ooh. Be there starting at 6 a.m. It is brought to you by Coors Light Made to Chill. Let's start with this uh, story. According uh, to Erin Wilson, her dog saved her life on Monday. Mm. Wilson was walking near the Trinity River in a rural area in Northern California when a mountain lion approached and lunged at her, swiping and scratching her left shoulder. She said, I yelled out for help from my dog, Eva. She was only a few yards ahead of me and uh, turned around and attacked the lion. It's amazing. She said, they battled for a few moments until I heard her cry. 
The cat had her by the left side of her head. Mm-hmm. And for the next several minutes, I tried everything I could to free her. Eventually, I ran to my vehicle for a weapon and flagged down assistance from a kind woman named Sharon. And together, we beat at the cat while yelling until my dog was let go. And Eva was badly wounded. <clears throat> it took about an hour to get her to the vet. Uh, she said midway through, Eva began convulsing for several minutes at a time. And she said, I didn't think that uh, she'd make it every time that started up. Fortunately, she pulled through, received urgent treatment. Uh, Eva suffered two skull fractures, a punctured to her sinus cavity, <clears throat> excuse me, and severe swelling around her eye. Uh, she said, my dog is my hero, and I owe her my life. Uh, according to Post, on Eva's Instagram page, Wednesday, she is still at the vet. Uh, Wilson said that she had already raised enough funds to cover Eva's medical bills and planned to donate surplus funds to charities after factoring in the cost of aftercare and some very solid pampering for her dog. How about that dog jumping in, though? Oh, man. It's amazing. Taking over. I mean, you know, <clears throat> I'm sure the lion was bigger than the dog. Uh, yeah. But managed to, um, um, with the help of the, the humans, uh, get that thing out of there. Police are told there's no such thing as a routine traffic stop, and that was certainly the case last weekend for one small-town cop who pulled over a horse and buggy in Amish country. In body cam video, Deputy Mike Talbert is heard yelling at the buggy driver to stop, but <clears throat> there was a problem. And you can hear him on the video as he is saying on his radio, we got a drunk Amish guy passed out in a buggy. There's a Bud Light can sitting in there, and he's passed clean out. Talbert is unable to wake the driver. He's, like, yelling at him, trying to wake him up. And the horse continued trotting with the buggy in tow. Talbert gets back to his cruiser, pulls in front of the horse, and he said, I have it stopped. And he goes, nope, disregard. He just rammed into my car. (laughs) Talbert says, as the horse and buggy knocked into the cruiser, the buggy driver finally wakes up, and Talbert orders him to get control of the horse. The driver suffered a minor injury and was charged with operating under the influence. Drunk Amish buggy drivers are such an issue. Uh, the horse and deputy were unharmed in the incident. A uh, Wisconsin man who threw acid on a Latin man's face in a 2019 racist attack has been sentenced to 10 years in prison. Uh, last month, 64-year-old Clifton Blackwell was found guilty of first-degree reckless injury with the use of a dangerous weapon as a hate crime after the jury rejected his lawyer's argument that he had acted in self-defense. The act, which was caught on security camera, shows Blackwell throwing acid at Mahoud Velalz, a Peruvian-born U.S. citizen, after an argument in front of a restaurant in Milwaukee. Uh, uh, Velalz suffered second-degree burns to his face. He also testified his vision, his left eye was permanently damaged. So... He said that Blackwell accused him of being in the U.S. illegally. Prosecutors said that Blackwell was waiting for a bus when he told Villas that he had parked his car illegally. During the argument that followed, Blackwell can be seen on video taking a bottle from his bag and then throwing it on the victim's face. So he just walks around with a bottle of acid? That's what I'm wondering. Does he just happen to have acid on you? Uh, The judge sentenced Blackwell to a decade in prison, noting that the attack had been unprovoked and that his behavior was, quote, diabolical. All right, here's something I was not aware of. Apparently, we have them in this area, but they're spreading. Jumping worms. I've heard oh, about these. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jumping yeah. worms. Yeah. They, call, they clone themselves. They thrash violently like a rattlesnake when handled and can jump a foot in the air. Oh, my God. Like they just don't care. And now they're in California. Beyond the jumping worms' gnarly appearance, the species is also referred to as Alabama jumpers, Jersey wrigglers, and crazy snake worms, but officially named the Asian jumping worm. Uh, it's native to Japan and Korea Peninsula, 
a Korean Peninsula, but is made his way to North America through landscape plants imported from those regions. They were first spotted in American soil in Wisconsin in 2013. They've been found across the East Coast, and now they have spread and headed out west. <laughs> I so would you... freak out. Oh, my God. You'd, yeah, you just, you'd move is what you do. So the worm was first seen in California last July and when one was positively identified. Uh, scientists are worried that ju- the jumping worm enter- entering the Golden State for several reasons. These earthworms are extremely active, aggressive. They have voracious appetites. They're able to eat through thick layers of leaf debris, home to a vast array of smaller animals, leaving behind only nutrient-free, dry worm casings that look like taco meat. <laughs> and they can even rid the forest floor of birds that nest there. So They'll eat freaking birds? No, I mean, they. I, I, maybe they... Well, I don't know how they kill the birds. I mean, just eating up all of the they other... They convince them to leave. Edible stuff. Maybe they talk yeah, them yeah. into leaving. I don't know what Listen, that is. There's nothing here for you. You're a bird. You should be up in the sky. But they've uh, apparently taken over out west as well. All right, and we'll do one more quick story, and then we will wrap it up. And actually, that's all we're going to do right there. What? Sorry, we, we're look. It's it's almost ten thirty. I'm scared. We just did the bizarre file, and guess what? We played a clip from Keenan's. That means we are looking for caller number twenty seven. And I'm going to go to Claire. Claire, are you there? Yes, I am. Claire, you're calling twenty seven. <laughs> You heard the clip, and we are going to give you cut-the-line passes for you and three friends to be guests at our Memorial Day weekend kickoff broadcast at Keenan's next Friday. And we're going to give you a bucket of Coors Light for your table and a case of Coors Light for your beach house as well. I am so thrilled. I wanted to go down the last couple of years, and now my son said they'd take me this year, so I'm so happy. Now you're taking them. That's excellent. Yes, it's awesome. Oh, that's fantastic. And Claire, have you, have you ever been to this party before? I have not, but I religiously listen to you guys every year as you broadcast and I've watched your videos. I'm just so happy to finally have a chance to do this. Awesome. I love awesome. it. I love it. Well, you've got the best setup here. So congratulations, Claire. We will see you there next Friday. Hang on the line. We'll get your info. And yes, ladies and gents, it is a week from today, one week from today that we will be at Keenan. So I hope you're ready. Uh, quickly, oh yeah, let's play the, the entire clip. Yes, please. Uh, we played the partial clip earlier. This was it here. It's not, uh, it's not, uh, uh, there's I, no I, words on there's it. There's no words on it. I can't, uh, hang on. Oh, hang on, hang on. We'll do it live! This thing sucks! Um, I can't read it. It's because that thing is inactive. What's on, what's inactive? The channel? Yeah, you know I what? can't read it. There's no there's no words on. Okay, you did you know, something in that break, Casey, and, and Preston's voice got louder in my headphones. I had to retake the board because okay. uh, the calls weren't coming through on the board oh. from behind. You look from, a little defeated. Who me? Yeah. Well, because it's it's frustrating. So I retook the board, and sometimes I then can't. So this apparatus that we play the sounds on is called a Vox Pro. Yeah. Sometimes the Vox Pro completely disappears oh, from. Man. Uh, even being able to, yeah, I can't put it up. Uh, okay. So, uh, well, we can't play it right now. So. We can't play it right now. There's Suck no words it. on Ask it. Ask your friends about yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So play us out then, President. Yeah. Uh, I don't know what that means. <laughs> thing sucks. <laughs> I can't read it. I can't read it. I can't read it. There's no, there's no words on it. <laughs>
Oh my god! What was the music uh, that Bill O'Reilly was pissed off about? It was, it was Sting. 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 Oh, yeah, Sting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what song. In all of Bill O'Reilly's years in entertainment, running mm-hmm. an entertainment show, he never heard the phrase "play us out." Mm-hmm. Yep, it got him that day. I all can't right. read it. There's no. There's no words on it. All right. <laughs> there's no. There's no. <laughs> Let's read it. The thing sucked, okay. man. Yeah. Yeah. The thing sucks. So we'll do it live. <laughs> that is a level of anger. It's so impressive. Yes. You know? That is at the, the, the absolute yeah. loudest that you can shout. Yeah. You just absolutely lost it. Yeah. At that point. Thing sucks. Speaking of loudness, a week from today, we're gonna we're, maybe we'll tease this on Monday or Tuesday, but we're going to do something oh, with yeah. me. Thank you. Yeah, I know you got a lot on your plate. I feel defeated now, Kathy. <laughs> You're defeated now. <clears throat> Marissa set uh, up a page at uh, WMMR.com, at PressInstitute.com for Keenan's. There are uh, some contests. Can I mention this? Yeah, there are con- some contests that we want to get people on board for ahead of time so we're not scrambling that morning. Yes. So you may qualify for one of these, and one of those is uh, who is louder than Nick. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so we, it's essentially a screaming contest that we're going to do on stage, and we'll see how well you I do. I bought two more um, volume detectors. Oh, you did? Yeah, just so, so we make sure we're accurate. All right, so uh, anyhow, if you go to PrestonSteve.com, uh, there's information on what we're looking for, and maybe you can help us out with that. We're looking for tiny people for one thing. We're looking for loud people for another thing. And I don't know what else. We're if you can get for. set up yeah. and get everything going, this is where you come down and you participate. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, you know, we, we want to make sure everything runs, I say this laughingly, smoothly. Uh-huh. And, and it uh, will still pull yeah. some people out of the audience. Yes, absolutely. Because contests are what we do. It gets, that's yes. what we do, yeah. Over the years, I have uh, been to many, many different stores buying many, many different items uh, for this event. And, uh, and uh, later on today, I'll be going to Steve Weiss Music. I'm picking up a gong. Uh, oh, ah, nice. You know, I don't I'm need excited to, for that one. I don't need to uh, let anybody know why I'm no, getting a no, gong. It's going to be cool. <laughs> we really need is. a gong. Nick, you got chum one time. You know, <laughs> yes. when we never even used it. I know. I carried it in the car with me. <laughs> I brought chum. chum from Pennsylvania <laughs> to the Jersey Shore. <laughs> we didn't even oh, use it. Well, the thing is, we have the out in front of Keenan's, the, the street that's right there is that's closed off. So we have use of that as well. And we will be using uh-huh. it. We'll be using that. By the way, uh, real quick, I want to mention again, uh, Tina's Tacos, uh, they brought by some fantastic wow. food this morning. Uh, their specialties include uh, uh, barilla. Is that how you say it, Casey? Uh, barilla. 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 Uh, and other Mexican street food favorites. And uh, for more mystery and mayhem with the Belchers, you check out Bob's Burgers movie. It's only in theaters uh, May 27th, and that is next week. But uh, thank you to Tina's Tacos. I'll mention them again before we're done uh, for, for the program. Oh, here's the whole clip. We have the whole, we stalled oh. it up. Here's the whole clip. On your mark, get set, spread your lips. Go. Hoodie, hood hacker. What do you want back Beach. You gotta get this one. <laughs> Sweet. <laughs> you gotta see his lips. <laughs> uh, <laughs> cooties. <laughs> All right, nope. God, that was fun. That was great. That was fun. And one of the best ones was, that was nipples. <laughs> uh-huh. All right, uh, we're going to do a completely different contest. Right now, we're doing the lesson question, and we're going to go with a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. If you can answer this question, 
Uh, who's David Bowie's cousin? 215-263-WMMR. All right, who is David Bowie's cousin? Not really. Don't go looking up David Bowie's family. It's not the real answer. You had to have heard it here on the air. Who is David Bowie's cousin? 215-263-WMMR. Call now. The trash business is a goldmine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by the Orange Loop Rock Festival, a Link Star production, and is June 10th through the 12th Showboat Hotel Festival Grounds, Atlantic City, featuring STP, Chevelle, Hoobastank, Puddle of Mud, and more. On sale now at orangelooprockfest.com. What's going on, Steve? Well, Nick Cannon, who has seven children with four different women, has revealed that he has had a consultation to have a vasectomy. Cannon says the meeting could have gone better, noting that when he left the office, both the doctor and her nurse were pregnant. (laughs) Law & Order star Christopher Maloney telling People Magazine that he only works out in his home gym because he prefers to work out naked. Maloney says he focuses mainly on powerlifting and really loves the clean and jerk until you explode. (laughs) Oh, my God. And finally, Kourtney Kardashian and Travis Barker's energetic public displays of affection are reportedly very troubling to their children. The couple really upset Barker's daughter, Alabama, when during her school bake sale, the two got up on a sheet cake and began pegging. Wow. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> your Hollywood. All right, we're looking for the answer to this question. Who is David Bowie's cousin? 215-263-WMMR. We're going to go to Mike. Hey there, Mike. Hey, guys. How you doing? Oh. Wonderful. All right, let's see. Mike. Hi, Mike. The question we have for you is, who is David Bowie's cousin? Moey. Moey. That's correct, Mike. Mike. Thank you. Uh, Hang on the line, and we are going to set you up, but you just won a $50 Bonefish Grill gift card. Spring into seasonal specials at Bonefish Grill and enjoy jumbo shrimp skewers prepared in a light citrus herb marinade or the Rockefeller Butterfish, all to be paired with a refreshing strawberry citrus martini. You can visit bonefishgrill.com to reserve your table today. Let's do music news. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. There's a lot of love in the family. Brought to you by Coors Light. Preston and Steve show headed back to Keenan's North Wildwood next Friday, May 27th to officially open the Jersey Shore. You want to be there starting at 6 a.m. And it's brought to you by Coors Light Made to Chill. I have a lot of bass player news ah, today. So it's all about the bass. We're yeah. going to start with this. Flea revealed that he still takes music lessons. Uh, wow. lessons. Uh, the legendary Red Hot Chili Peppers bassist spoke to <laughs> Bass Player Magazine and explained how he looks back at the band's past and his individual musicianship. He said, I'm always discovering things, you know, and trying to develop. You do uh, as well. Yeah, I do too. I actually may start taking some lessons soon just to... Just to expand, just be the best. See what else is out there. Well-rounded as you can. He said, I like to think that uh, the best parts of myself back then I've kept and that I've gotten rid of the bits that I don't need and I'll try to add more essential parts and I'll get better. Uh, He went on to say, you know, I really want to be a good jazz bass player. Uh, That's something I really want to do whenever I get the time. I was studying with someone for a little while around the time I finished tracking on the last Chili Peppers album. I was studying jazz with this girl whose husband plays saxophone on a record. Uh, Just working on trying to play through changes on walking bass because upright bass is the most comforting sound to me. And I remember when we were tracking Californication, we're all sitting around the studio lounge and John Frusciante was asking everybody in the room, what's the real comfort music that you put on and it's like breathing? And I realized that for me, it's jazz. 
mostly because I liked it when I was a kid. Mm. Uh, he shed some light on how he maintains his chops. He said, uh, when we're on tour, I'm playing so much. We're playing gigs all the time. And I play scales for an hour before every show. He was originally a horn player, was he not? Yeah, he played trumpet. Yeah. I think like when he was a kid in yeah. high school. Uh, something about the Chili Peppers is that never for a second have we ever taken the audience for granted. Our thought, eh, we'll just go out and play the heads. I always take every show as a sacred moment, as a part of a mission of being alive, so I keep my chops up and I am ready. Metallica's bassist, Robert Trio. Uh, recalled being insulted by James Hetfield one time. He said, a few years back, the blend uh, was on tour. The band, it says the band, I don't know why. The band was on tour, and Hatfield uh, got annoyed with him during rehearsals because he wasn't, quote, jamming through it with full intensity. He said, I've always been in situations in my group where uh, there were those moments where things get heated and you're just bumping heads, and it happens in Metallica. There's been a couple of times, even with James. He goes on to just recount this one right. moment a few years ago. He said it was about three years ago in Italy. Uh, poor guy got stung by a bee in the face, I think it was. And he said, I don't think he's allergic, uh, but there was also poison oak going on. So your face is hurting, your body's itching, you're out there on the road, it's raining. And one of the songs, like Memory Remains or something, and we're going on stage very soon and things are running late. And we're playing Memory Remains in the tuning room. And I'm just kind of jamming through it, but I'm not really jamming through it with full intensity. And I'm just kind of ghosting it a little bit. And he's like... Do you know the song? <laughs> and this is a song that we played, you know, thousands of times. And I was insulted because yeah. this is one of the easiest songs that we play. And you're asking me if I know the song. So I'm just kind of like, yeah, I know the effing song. So he threw attitude right back at him. He said, I blew a fuse for a second. And then I felt horrible. And he felt horrible. And then we realized, I think, that I'm tripping on a load that I have on my shoulders over here. He's tripping on this load and the load and that load probably. He said, I get it, man. I've been I've had poison oak. I've had bee stings before, and it ain't fun. And you're out there, and you're trying to be the best you that you can. So rather than throwing your instruments down and coming to blows or anything like that, you work it out. It's about how guys deal with their loads. You kind of calm yourself, and you realize what's going on. So that's how he handled it. All right, third base player story. Getty Lee of Rush revealed that the current tagline for the band's signature beer is not the one they originally pitched. While he was talking to Ultimate Classic Rock, he said that although he and Alex Lifeson settled on the catchphrase books are for tourists for their rush canadian golden ale uh the other was actually more in line with the band's sense of humor and, he, and getty says did you know that the phrase drinking beer is better than being hit in the head with a hammer cannot be put on a beer can <laughs> he said me either but that's a no-no but we did ask so that's what they wanted to go that's cool in their in their promos for the beer, Alex jokingly said, well, it's better than getting hit in the face with a hammer or something like that. And I think that's where they got that from. Uh, Queen and Adam Lambert will open Queen Elizabeth's Platinum Jubilee concert on June 4th at Buckingham Palace. Uh, the concert, which will be broadcast live, will also feature performances by Duran Duran, Mal Rogers, and Alicia Keys, along with a special pre-film performance from Elton I love John. that shot uh, of the Queen at uh, Live Aid, Wembley. She's up front. She's on... Uh, <laughs> Prince Philip's shoulders. Yes. Oh, yeah. And she's lifting her top. Yeah, she yeah, took yeah, the top yeah, off. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah. That was special. <laughs> and then finally, out today is The Police Around the World Restored and Expanded on DVD, CD, Blu-ray, DVD, LP as well. Uh, pressed on silver vinyl. The legendary 1982 live travelogue was originally available on VHS and Laserdisc with the film now seeing release on uh, DVD and Blu-ray for the first time. 
uh, with a restored picture and remastered audio, as well as a complete performance of four bonus songs featured in a documentary. My buddy, uh, my buddy Keith, was he's the person that turned me on to the police, and he had this. Oh yeah, on VHS, and yeah, we used to watch it pretty regularly. Uh-huh. It's it's pretty awesome. It's the early early stages of that band when they first got this worldwide tour. And uh, and they filmed a lot of stuff. It's pretty cool. Was Stuart Copeland your uh, your guy after that? Uh, he uh, he was more my buddy Keith's. Yeah, you know. But Keith showed me what a great drummer he was, right. and it didn't really click with me until a little bit later on. I started to appreciate them then, uh, but now I have this you know tremendous appreciation right. for Stuart Copeland. Uh, the police around the world restored and expanded includes. Never before released live audio on CD and LP, boasting songs from the first two albums recorded in Japan, Hong Kong, and England. And there you go, your music news for today, friend. Um, let me see. I have some leftover stuff to give away. Should probably do this. Or are we giving away some of these next week? Uh, next week. You know what? Actually, let's do this because right. these tickets just went on sale. Okay. Let's do that. What do we got here? Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> Come on in. Got tickets to see Burt Kreischer. Oh, hey. Mm. Oh, yeah. We'll do oh, yeah. callers 10 and 11. How about that? Uh, and I'll give you a pair of tickets to see Burt Kreischer Sunday, September 4th at Hard Rock Hotel and Casino in Atlantic City. Uh, tickets for both of Burt's shows, September 3rd and 4th, are on sale right now. They went on sale about 30 minutes ago. Uh, so go to WMMR.com for complete details. So we'll take callers 10 and 11, 215-263-WMMR. We get you the tickets. When we return, we'll give away our Word of the Week prize, too. So we're just giving everything. Yeah. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Love MMR? Buy some gear. Check out the Rock Shop at WMMR.com. It's fancy. No, it's it's not fancy. Well, it's finally time to start firing up the grill. From city to shore, Acme has everything you'll need to prep for this summer season. Download the Acme app to shop for this season's essentials any way you want. Open the Acme app, clip your deals, then order your items online. An experienced Acme associate will carefully select your groceries, bag your order, and bring it right to your car or deliver right to your door. Download the app or visit acmemarkets.com for program details. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. The Preston and Steve Show coming to a close. Oh, for the weekend and getting ready. Got to get some rest tonight here, right? Uh, for <laughs> MMRBQ tomorrow. That's exactly right. Got We're it. prepping for that whole thing. It's a the full... Full forced uh, attack from the entire uh, staff. So. You can't believe how much like you look at stuff like Eric Simon's doing, or yeah, just everybody around uh, the the station. There's so much prep that goes into this thing, but we'll be there tomorrow. Yep. So excited for that. It's gonna be hot, hot and humid. Keep that in mind. 98 degrees and uh, plenty of uh, humidity and sunshine to contend with. So bring water and drink it. Yeah. Be prepared, and you can bring up to a gallon as long as it's sealed. Yes. Factory sealed. Okay. Uh, I would like to thank Piff the Magic Dragon and uh, Jade for coming by this morning. A lot of fun. Yeah, Jade did the jumping splits yeah. on the ground. It was crazy. Slammed her lady parts on the was carpet. It, was it called a drop split or a jump, a jump, jump, jump split? Yeah. That was insane. Uh, so they're performing at the Keswick Theater tonight. And great conversation with Paulie Shore yeah. today. Yeah. Awesome to have him by here today. He's at Punchline tonight and tomorrow. There are two shows each night. You can go to punchlinephilly.com. And I would also... Uh, I'd like to thank once again for some fabulous food, Tina's Tacos. 
uh, there in Fishtown and Burlington. So thank you to uh, Darshak and Pooja. Amazing. For coming by today, and they're inspired by Bob's Burgers, currently open in Fishtown and Burlington, New Jersey. Both locations have a full bar, weekly specials, and some of the best empanadas I've ever had. They have these garlic shrimp empanadas. Uh, Nick and I both had one. They were wonderful. I would like more of those. Yeah, I would, too. Uh, the Bob's Burgers movie, by the way, is only in theaters uh, May 27th. So it is coming up. So thank you guys again from Tina's Tacos uh, for swinging by and bringing the goodies. Uh, Pierre Robert is here. How you doing, ma'am? Excellent. Wonderful. You ready for a weekend? I am ready uh, to uh, open the newly renamed FM Center tomorrow. The FM oh. Center. Yeah. We, uh, one of our listeners, Brian, uh, said, well, because it's financial mortgage freedom. or uh, future freedom. mortgage, freedom. freedoms mortgage. Uh, so no one calls them by the, you know, by its official name. When a Sony Blockbuster, everyone called it the E Center. Yeah. Then it became. Tweeter Center, and everyone called it the T Center. Right. And it was Susquehanna Bank, and everyone called it the S Center. And it was the BBTCBCB, and I called it the BLT Center. Right. And so now, Freedom Might Finance, what is it? Mortgage. Freedom, Freedom Mortgage. mortgage. Uh, I know it, and I loved them, and I've loved their mortgages for years. <laughs> You're wearing one right now. I, I, am, I am a living Freedom Mortgage. <laughs> and um, so. We'll call it the FM Center because like it's right after the name of uh, what we do. Yeah. We, what we do, we do on FM. I love it. And that. our party tomorrow will be at the FM Center. Okay. All right. Because everything we'll we do, that. we do it for you. Yeah. We do it for you. Mm-hmm. At Rafferty Subaru. At Rafferty Subaru. <laughs> All right. Shall we do the letter of the day? Can we do yes. that for you? Yes. All right. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter... A as in association. All right, and we'll take caller number 8 at 215-263-WMMR. We'll let you take crack at the Word of the Week prize, which I think we'll enjoy. But we need that word first, so make sure that you do give us a call now. Uh, What do you have in store for today, man? Many things. First of all, tonight uh, on KYW Channel 3, CBS 3... Uh, I will be on in a feature with Jessica. It's called A Chat with Jessica in the 11 o'clock newscast tonight. So if you're uh, near a television, check that out. Uh, we did that. It was a lot of fun. She's yeah. very fun. She's very She's great. Yeah. Really nice. Bubbly and and, uh, and just a good person. Yeah, couldn't be nicer. So that, uh, I am blessed to have that tonight. By the way, congratulations on your resigning. Oh, thank uh, you. Uh, just for a few years. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> eight more years eight were more stuck. Years. I've never heard of a radio contract going eight years. <laughs> we, we were told it is the, it's the biggest contract in the company's history. Well, I, I think in world history. <laughs> uh, I, forget the company. I think it's any company. I've never heard of anyone being signed in the rather thrifty business of radio uh, for eight years. Dear God in heaven, God bless you. You deserve every ounce of it, and congratulations. Thank you, Pierre. Um, But also on the program today, we're going to have a lot of fun. Uh, We will have a chat with Mike Kerr of Royal Blood, and we'll do a block of MMRBQ bands, uh, and they are, of course, one of them. And we'll do a giant block of The Who uh, because uh, they are in town tonight. They are the warm-up act for the MMRBQ. If you tickets remain... And uh, with a full symphony orchestra, Pete and Roger, uh, Jim Sutcliffe saw the show down in um, 
New Orleans, and he said, it's amazing mm. with the symphony orchestra and all that music. So who tonight? Uh, MMRBQ tomorrow, and uh, we'll do blocks of both of those. Excellent. All right, we're going to the phones, looking for caller number eight, and that happens to be Scott. So hi there, Scott. Hi, Prez <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> All right, Scott, I love your enthusiasm. I love your enthusiasm. What is what is our word, please? Wait, wait, wait. Pierre, this is your hunting buddy, Scott. Oh, my God, my hunting buddy, Scott. <laughs> I, I know exactly who this is. I go hunting with him every year, and Presbo's my other hunting buddy, right, of course. Right, yeah. um, Scott has me on on the app as he drives to Texas, Texas. is it? Uh, yep. to, to hunt pigs or some such bizarre thing. <laughs> I mean, I mean, wonderful things. Four, yes. Um, so, yes. Now, are you ready to give us the letter, Scott? Yes, sir. This one's for you, Pierre. Wake up and smell the karma. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah! That is correct. Wow. That is correct, Scott. Wow. So, so you're a hunting hunting guy, probably like uh, NASCAR too, don't you? We're going to give you a stock car racing experience, 10-mile drive for you, and a six-lap ride along for your guest at Pocono Raceway, my friend. Yeah. All right, buddy, hang on the line. We're going to get your information. We're going to set you up. Don't forget that oh we God. are... Uh, going to send you behind the wheel of a 600-horsepower stock car courtesy of Dodge Chrysler Jeep City. And you can shop South Jersey's best Memorial Day sales event at DodgeChryslerJeepCity.com. New Wranglers, Grand Cherokees, Challengers, and Ram trucks. All priced to go, plus three years of no-charge maintenance. And DodgeChryslerJeepCity.com is where you get that. All right, and then I want to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Acme from city to shore. Acme has everything that you need prep for this summer season. Acme Fresh Foods, local flavors. Also brought to you by Coors Light, made to chill. Please enjoy responsibly. And uh, Trinity Rehab, locations all over and now open in King of Prussia. trinity rehab Dot com. Next week on the program, Ari Spears will be joining us. Yes. Uh, author Jim Davidson. Uh, Tony Danza. Yeah. Oh, wow. On the show next week. And, of course, we're headed to Keenan's in North Wildwood for the official opening of the Jersey Shore. That is it. We're done. Ray John, have a great weekend. And we'll see you tomorrow at the MMRBQ. Bye-bye. <laughs> WMMR. Hey everybody, it's good to have you on the bat bat two da bat two ba 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 